So, look at this. Overwatch director comments on Nintendo Switch version. He said it would be difficult. Difficult. They're open to the idea, I think, but it, it would probably be a little difficult. I think because Nintendo's in the way. Nintendo is in the way, especially in the like way completely. of their, their own like se- social network avenue of it, where it's like... They don't even know what to do with it. Like, yeah. That's what, that's what it says to me. The fact that they didn't launch it with the console means they don't know what the fuck to do. They have this loose idea of, like, we're going to charge you eventually. Mm. When we figure out what to charge you for. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, they're talking like, well, they're going to play Mario Kart and they're going to play Splatoon online, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Pr- probably. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Apparently the Splatoon 2 beta just... Uh, dropped. What, on the Switch? Yeah. Check that out. I don't know you could do things that were modern with the Switch. <laughs> right, I thought it was, <laughs> we were stuck in fucking 1998. Um, we should probably just uh, jump into this. What's it going what to say? In the morning. What are you going to say, man? Say it at me. Is this recording all right? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, no, no, it would make it impossible to do anything in terms of like online play. Like I can't, I can't even message you, which is ridiculous. Not until the phone app. It's fun. It, like I just want to like interact with my friends, and I can't. Like my friends list is dead. Yeah, I can only see them when they're playing a game. You just get to stare at Nintendo avatars and be like, "Oh, why did you pick Luigi?" <laughs> you fucking dilly. The fuck. I put a Donkey Kong, but if they had Diddy, it would be Diddy all the way. Yeah, you like Diddy. Diddy's the man. Diddy's so cool. Diddy's such a badass. Especially like when you look at him in like Donkey Kong sixty four and he had little peanut launchers. Oh, fuck. So cool. He had jetpack. The dude had swag before swag was a swag. Okay, he was good. I mean, he was number two in the DK rap, right. which is really important to me. Was he in the latest Smash? He might have been. He might have been. He yeah. was in one of the Smashes, and that was the correct choice to make. I know he was in Brawl. Right. Stop with this fire emblem bullshit. Nobody knows Marth or Maul or Steve or Vaughn or whoever the fuck these similar cookie cutter characters are. We don't care. They are very cookie cutter. We want the entire Kong family. Okay. Diddy. We want Funky. We want want Lanky. Lanky. Uh, I want Old Man Kong. What was his name? Cranky Kong. Cranky. He was cool. I like Lanky with the arms. Cranky would have some fucking awesome attacks. He would. His fucking, uh, his little... His little uh, walker. Oh, yeah. Smash you in the face with his fucking walker. Oh, man. Walk off with a sassy remark. Yeah. He's great. something really wry at you. You'd be like, shit. Or even fucking uh, K-Rock. K-Rock? That was his name, right? King K-Rule? I think that was his name. King K-Rule. Yeah. Okay. Because it's cruel. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they were pretty witty like that. You get it? With the cruel? I do get it. Because Nintendo... Best dev of They're all time. They're so great. They're so witty and underhanded. They're so smart. They're so smart because they totally made Donkey Kong Country from the ground up by themselves and totally didn't make a second party make it. Not at all. <laughs> Fuck. Not at all. Isn't that crazy? One of the best fucking games. It's like, nah, that was rare. Yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, oh, really? Rare saved Nintendo's ass so many times. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know what uh, why that relationship fell apart. I think uh, what I heard was a lot of people left Rare. A lot of them went to go start... Uh, what was the name of that studio that made Time Splitters? Fuck if I can remember. Mm, I, can they, look, I can look it up. They fractured into that group. And okay. Time Splitters was amazing. Bring that shit back. I know they're doing like a fan project, but... Eh. Hmm. care about your fan projects. Hey, fuck about it. You're not going to be on my fucking PS4. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know? But, uh, well, yeah, we should start this, I guess. Whatever, start it. Okay. You're like, it's already started. Go. We got some good bits about Donkey Kong. It's fine. Just throw them in the middle with no fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just intersplied. Actually, have it playing in the background as we're speaking about something else. Mm-hmm. 
You know, as if we're doing like a Bill and Ted situation where they're in the background in their own fucking phone booth and gabbing on about and like we're looking at each other and like mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit. Oh shit. Station. You remember? <laughs> Was that part two? Anyway, doesn't matter. It's so far removed from my memory. Like I haven't <laughs> seen those movies since like and the it 90s. It should be. It should be. Although they remind me every time I go to fucking Halloween Horror Nights. Right. <laughs> right. Why is that a thing it's still? so relevant. Why is that a fucking thing still? you telling me there's not another... You couldn't do a Harold and Kumar? That's not more relevant yeah. at the times? You're like, oh, we're going to dig up Bill and Ted. Because the millennials don't know who they that know. is anymore, man. They know all the fucking fly-by celebrities, but that's We it. barely should know who they are. Like, we were, like, in, within this three-year sweet spot. That was, like, late 80s. Right. Yeah. Right. This three, And then... Totally bogus journey was kind of sucked. Yeah, actually, they go to hell. They Remember they go, go to hell? hell? Yeah, 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 yeah. And who was it? It was a famous dude that fucking. Well, he wasn't famous, but he was a character actor that played uh, Death. Mm. That was great. Well, that was the uh, Bill and Ted rant. Okay. Thank you for joining us for Daniel and Kevin's Bill and Ted Wild Bogus Adventure. Is that how we're starting this? No. <laughs> we start it the normal way. Okay. You ready? ready? Three, two, one, one. Two switch. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey yo. Oh, you got me. Anywho, welcome to the save room. It's your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. I am Kevin. And I am Daniel. And this is not an official episode, is it? That's not a numbered episode. Are you putting a number it? on it? No, I'm not. You're not putting a number? I only put numbers on the episodes that we write. That we actually that we write have for? like format for like news, bullshit intros, topics. Okay. I leave it up to you. Whatever. It I know you really you give me too much discretion. control with that. It is your discretion what I don't we call. Give me control things. for anything. Uh, I think you, it's because I have the laptop that I have the control. It's more the illusion of control. Hmm. Okay, that's true. You just haven't found the walls yet. You know, you know you're too you're too busy with your nose and the cheese. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look around though, labyrinth, David Bowie, classic. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so today we want to talk about a few things. We wanted to drop. Some of our impressions on the Nintendo Switch. We picked those up, but unfortunately, uh, a few days later, I was whisked away to PAX East Mm -hmm. in frigid fucking Boston. And I got to tell you, uh, some of these conventions that I do, it's just like a nice little finger pop in the asshole, Mm -hmm. okay? But sometimes it is a rough, rough pounding. Like a fist in the asshole. Going in dry. Like super dry. They don't have lube in Boston? Lube? Yeah. It froze. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. You understand me? Yeah. Maybe even worse. You got freezing bird on your fucking asshole. Right. On your tape. Oh, I got, I got it on my asshole, around Ooh. my mouth. Pretty much every orifice was... Uh... Is that where we're starting this? Is that yeah, I think we're going to start, start yeah. That's fine. You know? <laughs> <We said> that, <laughs> what podcast doesn't have a little bit about like anuses that's fine. and fucking... If that's how we're opening The worst it. things. Okay, that's fine. That's, yeah. a, that's fine. That's fine. So okay. uh, we had a little bit of play at the Switch before we left. We actually did an <laughs> unboxing video that you can check out on YouTube. Okay, so you got to sell it big, you know. You got to be like, make sure you like and subscribe, guys. You know, like that. Um, no, you do it like that. I'm not gonna do it. Fucking big. No. I watched these two dudes on YouTube that fucking were just like the most annoying. Mother- like they had this opening video mm-hmm. where they're just like, motherfucker! Like it's just there's explosions in the background, and then they're they're doing like the '90s like fucking spinny swipes and shit. Holy between, shit! Like segues and sh- it was it was. And then their entire thing, it was just them standing in front of a blue screen, just fucking going, Nintendo Switch sucks! Just really? Like they're that. shitting yeah. on it the entire time? Oh, All yeah. fucking helicopters are exploding 32 gigabytes? I can't even store one of my girlfriend's nudes on this thing. Like, it's just really bad. Okay. Um, yeah, we didn't do that. No, we didn't do that. I mean, because we're more modest dudes in our humor. 
Um, I'm, I'm a lot less modest than you might think. That's true. And then again, you're like a lot darker. I get pretty dark. You get weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like it. You get weird with it. But we made a fun little video. You fun. can find it on uh, YouTube.com slash, is it The Save Room Show on there too? I think The Save Room Show, yeah. The Save Room Show. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you can uh, like. I don't know what it does for us. We're not really hooked up with advertisers. No, nope. uh, we only have the one thing on our page. Uh, who knows when we'll have more shit up there. We made it for the joy of you on, on a shitty iPad 2 camera, and it took a lot of editing. It did. And I'm proud of your, your video editing skills. Like They grew exponentially I was, overnight. I was learning as I went along, so that, that was a passion project. It was. What sucks is like I watch it and go like fuck. Like if we really were like serious about it, like I would have taken multiple takes. I would have fucking judged. Like we kind of did toward the end. We did. Yeah. I would have yeah. taken multiple takes. I would have like been like, all right, how about we write this out? I was in varying degrees of taking it seriously. <laughs> you were in varying degrees. You you just get in the funks. Yeah. You were funky all night. You were funk as fuck. Well, because I spent the entire day editing. And putting together our last episode, and then I wanted to play the Switch. You're like, no, but we got to finish up this fucking video. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. I guess I'll play this next year. And we jumped right into that. I didn't know what we were supposed to be doing for that night in terms of like video content, so I kind of just rolled with it. Yeah, we all kind of rolled with yeah. it. But I had a vision. I had a you vision did. in my head. You can watch it, whatever. And stop harping cool. on it. Watch it to the end. It's kind of fun towards the end there. Yeah. So, uh, what else is there to say before we really jump into some impressions? Because of course we're going to talk about. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, mm -hmm, which we've had the most hands-on with, the, the only hands-on with. Because do you have any other Switch games? Did you? We, well, we did play one two Switch the night we got it, which I'm not too impressed with that. I yeah. mean, it's fun for just kind of like one and done party games. I think like yeah. with each group, it's gonna lose its like flavor real fast. But like as you invite more people over who haven't like played with the Switch before or seen what the games are about, it like kind of reinvigorates and it's like yeah, it's cool. Let's watch these new group of people act like gorillas or Invisible Sword fight or you know do the dance off game that we did. Yeah, cool. This is definitely, 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 definitely something that should have been packed in with a fucking console. Mm -hmm. And everyone's been saying it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to know what the dev costs in that game were, but, I mean, you just have video it's, it's like a Just Dance game. You have video screams with live-action people, mm -hmm. and then we waggle a controller at the yeah, game. Like, how fucking hard is it to make that game? I think there are, like, six mini-games that start, and then after you play through a certain amount of them, you unlock all yeah. 32. They all start with a tutorial video explaining how to go through them yeah, yeah. Um, with the live-action shit that you said, and then you play it. And, it, like, each one lasts maybe, like, I don't know, one to three minutes at most. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that's not a $50 game. No, it isn't. That is not a $50 game. Okay? And that's what they did. I'm glad they didn't try and steal 60 away from us, but, you know. Oh, yeah? You feel good about that, uh... A little reprieve, that ten dollar yeah. reprieve. I mean, the reprieve is I didn't buy it, so we got to go, play it when Dave go came get, over. Go get yourself some two naked chicken tacos. Fucking <laughs> really slam down. By the way, I went to Boston uh -huh. uh, and went to a Taco Bell there. Totally stoked on trying to get a naked chicken taco because I tried it once and I was like, let me let me double dip because these things are limited. I go there and the guy up front, he just goes, yeah, we haven't had those in like a long time, and I forget in my head, it's done by region. That's true. Like, they introduce stuff and take away stuff by region, you know? So did they have something new there? No, they didn't have shit. Oh, oh they had, the, like, this triple stacker fucking taco-rito thing. Okay. And I was just like, I mean, I abuse my heart. You really do. But... We're going to have the worst cholesterol. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you saying we don't already? Probably do. I haven't been to a doctor in, like, ten years, so... Ooh, we're in the same boat right Yeah, there. we should probably go to a doctor we at some really point. We really should. We really, really should. <laughs> You know, or we could just check each other out, you know? That's or you true. jack each other off, so we might as well go the full length. You could just check me while you're down there, too. Okay, yeah, check for bumps you and know? growths. And... For sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah, if you're feeling confident, prostrate. 
Prostrate. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the prostate. I'm always gonna say prostrate. Prostrate. That's just how yeah. it's spelled. The prostrate grant. I like it. Grant. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh oh. Um, so yeah, we digress again. Uh, we did digress. We played some Switch. It was fun to play it, and I don't think you know it's gonna have any longevity with us because that's not really what we're about. But it makes with Switch as a whole, or no, no, with with one two Switch. Um, oh okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I went back to that. I and thought we were still talking. I'm sorry, I didn't know we would continue talking about that game. It's such a throwaway fucking game that like I imagine playing it like one or, one or two times, mm-hmm. even if I owned it, one or two times. I'm like, all right, cool, we're done. I'm not. I'm not coming back to you. Yeah, we had yeah. some fun with it though. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can you can certainly uh, impress your OK Cupid dates with yeah, one right. two switch. Like, look at this new hardware. Look at this game. Right. Let's try to answer a phone as quickly as we can. <laughs> we got really into that. That one. was fun. <laughs> we answered it the same exact. Way. <gasps> it was bad. Because <laughs> we have this like inner joke where like whenever one of us signs onto the PlayStation Network, we'll go hello, hello, <laughs> and we'll like. So the game is like you have to answer the phone as soon as it rings, and you pick up the Joy-Con and put inner it to your joke? ear. And you fucking say hello. It's a joke. Like inner space. <laughs> it's like an inside joke. I don't know. It's a new version. Yeah. So okay. we, we're screaming hello as loud as we can. We do it every time. And, uh, and I, I do it to just strangers too. Yeah. Like if they like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hello. Hello. And I was like, Who's, was that Morgan that started that? You and Morgan? It might have been. Oh, oh no, no. Because we, uh, we were playing Outlast and I just like, to break the tension, I just started screaming hello into the darkness. Okay. And I, I just kept with it. Okay. I just kept with it. That's my, that's my brand. Okay. Okay. My brand is uh, <laughs> hating on popular Nintendo games and uh, screaming hello at horror games. So Fair enough. Um, so how do you feel about the hardware so far? Okay. Everything? We're, we're just well, going to jump into the meat. That's yeah, cool. let's do that. Because like, I, I know you're like, I don't give a shit about your packs. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to talk about it? <laughs> Who cares? I mean, it's true. Like, it, it, Nothing really happened for me except for standing behind a booth and saying uh, price points all day. Mm-hmm. I what? didn't get to enjoy games. I have to get used to it right now because I'm going to Texas with you in like you three are. hours. You are. See, we're gonna do South we by get, Southwest. We gotta keep people up to date with things. We're mm-hmm. gonna be at South by Southwest together. We're gonna be working full disclosure for Glitch Gaming Apparel. You're you're kind of coming in as like a like helping cameo, hand. a yeah. guest appearance there, uh, an NPC uh, that kind of just helps out. And it fucking sucks. It really really sucks in the in the sense that like I was gone since last Tuesday, mm-hmm. came back mon last night Monday night would be at around like the flight didn't get into like one a.m. Mm-hmm. I was delayed. I was afraid I was going to get stuck there. What are you looking at <laughs> fucking head for? Is your hair graying? Yeah, dude. It is <laughs> graying. I swear I to you. I just caught that in the light. I was it like, was, my guy. It was so fun. I'm so stressed wow. all the time. <laughs> it was so cold in Boston. I fucking hate Boston. <laughs> they need to glass it and restart. Name it something else. Austin 2. New something Boston. Something cool. You know? But yeah, it sucks. So like... Uh, I had to do some running around today as well, and now we have a flight to catch in like four hours. Yep. Uh, what even worse had you flown from Boston to Texas, which is the original plan, right? Yeah, that was the original plan, but it was just kind of like, my dude, I would have been chilling two days in a hotel doing nothing because setup is not until, well, later today mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but I, I caught a little of the Pax Pox. A lot of people on Twitter are already talking you about it. You haven't seen that. Yeah. The Pax Pox is, yeah, you just fucking get sick from Boston. I, th- I think I'm more sick from the cold than I was, like, touching... Yeah, it was like a system shock for you. Touching uh, slimy like... nerds. Mm. Of which there are many. Oh, man. You know? Can't wait to see some slimy nerds this week. You can see some slimy nerds. Well, who knows? South by Southwest Gaming is a weird show, because it used to be, like, open to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh... And, like, it was the same week as the music event. So people just kind of stumble in drunk and be like, what is all this? What's a Dota? This is crazy. And then, like, pass out in the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. But you would still get some good foot traffic. But now they're making sure people... Sure, they puke on their YouTube shirts. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh... 
<laughs> Nobody gets that. No. And I'm not, I'm not going to bother explaining it. Okay, okay. Okay? Uh, yeah, so they're going to make people pay money to get in. I mm-hmm. think it's like 25 bucks to get in like per day. I don't think it's for the whole weekend. It's not but, too bad. In comparison to like most conventions? I guess. I mean, yeah. PSX, I paid like 70 bucks for two days. So it's a rate of like 75 35. for three days. I mean, yeah, it couldn't be that bad. Not bad. Not too bad, I guess. I don't know. Depends on what they're showing off, you know? I honestly don't pay to be at conventions. I get paid to be there. <laughs> I like this is going to be like a weird flea market in terms of like gaming conventions. Cause not like, really. I feel like it's a second thought for no, this No, 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 no. It's in the same, uh, it's at the Austin Convention Center, so it's the same oh, okay. uh, same place RTX is held, and they held DreamHack there last year. Hmm. So it's actually pretty nice, and it's pretty easy to get in through, and the people over there are really nice too, despite it being Texas. Yeah, people in Austin are—they're progressive, they're fun, mm-hmm. and they're interesting. Okay. Uh, the rest wait. of Texas can just fucking fall into the sea. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Goodbye. Austin is all that needs to stay. If that offends you, then, uh, well, <laughs> you can stop listening. I'm going full calling today. Oh, I? you really are. Though. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, I'm no, tired no. and I'm sick, and I'm about uh, to drop some fucking bombs. Poor so. calling. But yeah, that—that's what happened. That's what we're doing. And, okay. Uh, if you want to see the Save Room Boys live, it won't matter because this is going to post like what after. We're there, or are you going to edit it in the hotel? I'll probably edit it tomorrow night and put it up. Oh, sweet. Okay. Why not? Yeah. And uh, we're also going to be uh, probably doing a podcast while we're there. I don't know. If I don't know about what, but we'll do something. Uh, they have some tournament shit going on. We can talk about that. We might cool. do a little video content. Sure. Get my phone out. We can do, like, hey, it's the Save Room Boys. Just let know. me know when we're doing it so I'm not, like, caught off guard. Like... I you know. love doing that to you. I, I'm trying to train you to just be on. But I'm not that <laughs> like, kind of guy. Like, I'm not, like, that threaded into the internet culture okay. where like you put a camera on me and I'm there in the minute like no I'm still doing my own thing okay that's fair yeah. we're gonna get you there that's fair we're gonna get you there you know we're also gonna get you to reveal your last name on uh, one of these podcasts okay hmm. people can find it if they want to yeah it's not that hard they really can yeah I'm we've, done. Ar- we've already given away like enough of our information we so really people have people can know anywho yeah let's, let's drop some uh, some fucking knowledge on these folks okay not really it's not knowledge so at this point, of the console itself, one point two million of you, I think, have a Switch. Those are the official numbers right now. Cool, and uh, which it's on track to hit two million is what what Nintendo actually uh, projected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Pactor said that by the end of this year, it might be closer to five million. Okay. after the holidays, um, which I think is doable. From the I think outlook. so too, because the hardware is good. You know, it feels good in some regards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think it's consistently good across the board. No, not at all. In fact, Um, I treat it more as a handheld than I do as a console. And I do too, which is weird because on previous casts I said, I'm never going to play this as a handheld. I'm going to put it on my TV. You said it out loud. I said it many times. And I actually prefer it as a handheld, not because of the resolution drops or anything crazy like that. It's just because of the controller. I think it fits more comfortably as a portable like that. And then when I put the Joy-Cons into the dock and play it like that, my hand feels cramped. It doesn't feel too good. And after a while, it just hurts. And um, coming from, like, the PS4 controller to that, like, which is designed for contour and comfort and, you know, maximum playability, this is not, you know, designed for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of sucks. I, I agree. And I so. also have a, I take umbrage with the shoulder buttons. I think the back shoulder buttons are fine. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, I guess the left and right shoulder buttons are just too sensitive. Like, I can have one of my gray hairs drop on it and it'll fucking activate. Like, you know, I'm playing Zelda and fucking uh, Link suddenly has a bomb over his head. He's walking around with it. I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh my God. I, like, I didn't press that. Yeah, you're having more issues with sensibility than I am, or sensitivity. Sensitivity is out. I, I haven't had any Joy-Con issues, but then again, I haven't really... I really have spent, like, literally 90% of the time uh, docked onto the actual uh, uh, hardware, the screen. Okay. The Joy-Cons, I have not separated. So, I've I, played it... All four, I think there's four different ways to play it. I've played it on my TV maybe like 20% of the time. Yeah. I've played it as a tabletop where you just kind of set the 
uh, screen up as a kickstand and just yep. let it sit there. Uh, with the Joy-Cons docked, and separately, actually, like, with one in each hand. I got one behind my back, one over my head, just playing Zelda like that. Yep. And then probably, like, 80% of my time has been uh, portable. There's just something so. in my mind where, like, I need that weight. I need that weight of feeling, like, you know, when it's actually, like, one big handheld. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like when I'm holding, like, an Xbox controller or... Oops, I almost knocked over the whole mic. Uh, or I'm holding, like, the PS4 controller. Like, mm -hmm. I, I need that little weight to it. So when I detach or undock the Joy-Cons, it, it. it feels like toys. Like, yeah. It doesn't, you know... They're nice. Like, the buttons are pretty okay. Mm -hmm. Too small. Very small. Too small for my liking. Especially some of the ones that you need to use a lot, like the plus and minus, you use a lot for uh, menu mm -hmm. um, directions in yep. Zelda, and like yep. they're just you miss them sometimes because they're so small. Yeah, it, it, I'm still at the point where I have to actively think about pressing those buttons mm -hmm. rather than just like unconsciously hitting it. Well, it's it's a new controller for us all together, so we're learning a new system and we're going through the growing pains of it, you know? Because there's some growing pains. There are some growing pains. Um, I do want to point out that uh, yes, the battery's life is woeful. Fucking horrible, I should say. Because like. you were playing with it all over Boston, and you said yes. you averaged, what, like two and a half hours per Pretty much. Battery playing life? Zelda with the uh, airplane mode on, mm -hmm. and the, the brightness, brightness down to 25%. Okay. Uh, so I, I remember yesterday when I was on my flights, I had two flights. The first flight was only like an hour and a half, mm -hmm. and then the shit kicked out on me like maybe fucking... Uh, an hour and 20 minutes into my second flight, and I was like, well, there we go. Damn. I still got, you know, an hour and something left to kind of just chill here. That sucks. Damn. And, like, when you fly southwest, they don't have any fucking charging ports or anything. Like, I was going to ask. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I don't think American does either. Bummer. Yeah. Sucks, but whatever. That's what it is. I mean, that's why I just kind of, like, I save it. You know, it's a natural resource. I'm gonna say, but okay. I, I see. I've been seeing people buying battery packs for it and shit, and I don't want to lug around another fucking thing. Mm -hmm. You know that that was a whole point of a handheld. Like this is all I need to really worry about. Yeah, but it's not a deal breaker, but it does suck. It does. So like, at home it's manageable because it's like, okay, my battery's dying. I could just like fucking plug right. it in and play and, from bed. And again, know? it does charge really fast. The USB-C charges like a like a motherfucker. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just something to keep in mind if you're going in for long haul trips, mm. like it, it, it will die. Yeah. But Hey, thankfully it goes straight in the standby mode and all that, that, that's a really cool feature. Mm -hmm. I really like how it does that. It doesn't, there's no slowdown with the UI, uh, probably cause there's nothing really to process yet. Sure. <laughs> there's nothing going yeah. on. And I only have the one game on there. I haven't downloaded any game. I haven't either. Around with anything. Um, I was tinkering with the idea of getting Shovel Knight, but I'm, in the, I'm, in, I'm still in that camp where I'm just like, I'd rather get on PS4 so I can get those trophies, man. Because I don't think I'm gonna fucking see every inch of that game. Two weeks ago, you're like, "Yeah, I really want it. I want to play it on the go. I'm gonna play I it do. all the time." And I'm just like, "Okay." But then I made the counter argument. It's like, "I'd rather play it on the PS4 for these reasons." And you're like, "I'm yeah. gonna play it on the go." And I'm like, "Okay, cool. Do you?" You're right. Like, you're right. Ten bucks. You're right. I can't change my mind. You're right. No, you can't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking stay with this the same <laughs> no, bullshit. You have to fucking play. Because you don't think I can change my <laughs> no, mind about a single goddamn thing. No, I, I see myself definitely going towards experiences that are probably exclusively for the Switch. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't just mean first-party stuff. Uh, definitely, there's some indie stuff that like isn't coming out for other consoles. That's true. So, like, I don't know if Ukulele is going to be cross-platform, but uh, I could give a flying shit about that game. You know, I never played Banjo. I know. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit. But that's sure, fine. that's fine. It's, people are going to enjoy it, and that's yeah, great. I'll fuck with it. I high-five anybody if they enjoy something. <laughs> no. Do you? You don't no, 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 no. actually. I hate high-fiving. It's really awkward. <laughs> yeah, I've actually when, never seen you high-five. When high -five. people bust that shit out, I'm just like, step the fuck back. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what are you, the Red Ranger? Get oh the my. fuck out of here. <laughs> we just. We didn't just fell Goldar. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Unless Jason's out of that suit. I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> oh, that thing you mean. It's true. Yeah. I'll give it up to Rocky. Yeah. You know I've gotten drunk with that Rocky guy. Was, have you really? With the actor that plays uh, 
Rocky, the Red Ranger, the second Red Ranger. I was gonna say he was in the second series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they did the Zio. Yeah, he was in Zio. He might. He was actually in uh, Mighty Morphin for a little while too. Oh, interesting. Towards the tail end. Hmm. But you know, that's just a fun saver. In fact, you want to talk about Bill and Ted some more? Sure. <laughs> I don't think I have any more Bill and Ted knowledge to spew. Other than that, I'm kind of thinking about um, uh, kind of the future of the Switch and whatnot, and I feel like E3 should be their. They never seem to do, or I, w- I won't say never, but in recent years they, they've been kind of like sh- shoehorning everything into the Nintendo direct- Directs, mm-hmm. which I think is fine because they proved uh, earlier in the year that they suck at doing showcases. That's true. Like, it, it, it just... Yeah, their Nintendo Direct was not impressive. Oh, yeah, it games. left me so unexcited. Um, but I hear the Nindy showcase was really great. I think they learned from their mistakes. I, apparently they just fucking railed off game after game, showed, like, footage, and that was it. Like, they didn't have any weird gimmicky stuff, and it worked for them. Yeah, and, and uh, maybe they need to do another Nintendo Direct. But I just mean, like, around that time frame when you're dropping bombs, they should drop a bomb where it's like, by the way, Retro's working on Metroid. Or, sure. you know, hey, by the way, we're we're going to... Or I think this is savvy, even though it may seem like, you know, a bullshitty move because it's already kind of happening in small increments, but to kind of jump ship from the Wii U. Get those good titles mm-hmm. and just say, like, all right, man, this is a rescue mission. We're going to put you on a console that people are actually playing mm-hmm. and is relevant right now and people might enjoy. Because I would love to play uh, the Donkey Kong Country Returns on That'd there. That'd be cool. Uh, didn't they make a sequel as well? They did. Because Returns was on the Wii. Tropical Freeze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Re- Returns was on the Wii and then the, that sequel. You know, shit mm-hmm. like that. Would be like, neat. Yeah, fucking. I wanna, or Hyrule Warriors? I would fucking yeah. kill to play Hyrule Warriors on the go. You know, I might. I mean, I had it for my 3DS and it wasn't too impressive, but I want like an up res version of it with all the DLC. Right, with all the DLC. Linkle. Linkle. She was fun to play as. Yeah. Super neat. I'm down with that. I'm fucking down as a clown. I think it's like they have the opportunity to knock E3 out of the park if they just play it right. Because they did some cool stuff. Um, this past year, uh, with just the Breath of the Wild reveals, and that's all they really had, I think, because they, they hadn't revealed the NX. You mean the at their showcase? Yeah, yeah, over the show? summer. Yeah, Because yeah. they didn't really reveal the, the NX or the Switch Wasn't at that point. <laughs> yeah, it was when E three. E three didn't happen this year yet. We're in I'm talking about last year. Last okay, summer. Okay. I'm, I'm talking. About I'm talking about their fucking showcase. No, I'm saying earlier the one, in the year. Okay, that's so, fine. I'm talking okay, about E three right, over right. the summer where right, they guy. they did like trying to some, get the fucking timelines right. It's like trying to figure out where Zelda slotted into the fucking timeline. Well, this is the one where Link saves Hyrule. Well, here's the fact, okay. motherfuckers. The developers don't give a shit about your timelines. They just want to make a game. They don't care how it fits. Okay. <laughs> that's true. All right. <laughs> they're gonna give you a little ocarina reference and that's what you're gonna beat off to for years to come on game facts you understand me you understand <laughs> fuck <laughs> anyway <laughs> i you you see i'm prepping for the zelda talk uh, you are you're gonna riled up because we're about to have a fucking like a real slobber knocker i don't know how much of a slobber knocker it's gonna be okay. we got some words on it that's fine all right, let's kick it off then. Well, what else do you want to say about the Switch? Um, I think we, you desperately, if you want long-term play uh, in terms of comfortable play, invest in game, um, a Pro Controller. That's something yes. we need to invest in as well. Yes. And <laughs> I would say the dock is not the most smartly designed piece of hardware. Um, I was expecting more of it, and it's just like this cheap plastic thing. Fucking waggles in there, man. It does. It's not very secure, and people have been reporting like the screen scratching and stuff. And, and Nintendo replied, we don't believe you. We don't believe you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? Uh, Nintendo the, can't pull the alternative facts fa- card. The either. fake news yeah, thing. the fake news <laughs> thing. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I think it's like, okay, if people are reporting it, they're reporting it. But, like, they're saying, like, oh, well, we took this to over 100 showcases and nothing happened. It's like, yeah, you're probably taking the best versions of the console. You know, not the fucking 
consumer ready ones. So well, until I see it, like whatever. Like yeah. I, I remember having a problem with the original 3DS, where when I would close it, like whatever gunk was on the top screen mm. would just like impress, or no, the bottom screen would impress on the top okay. screen. And it would be really bad, too, because that's, like, your touch screen. So it's yeah. just grease on there. I'm like, how do we fix this? Yeah, this there's got to be a way around that. <laughs> there's got to be a more... But so, I, I don't know. I've never I haven't really had any problems with it, though. The new 3DS is so. Yeah, I haven't had problems. Um, okay. Apparently, there have been issues of, like, the blue screen of death. People yep. are, like, I've been already about breaking. That. I mean, we are the early adopters. This is going to yeah, happen the investors. to us. You know? Like, that's why I bought the warranty, because I knew this shit was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one thing I do want to point out. I'm, I'm not... A hundred percent in love with the joysticks. I'm not like I. I think they're a decent size, but they just don't feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like they need some sort of covering on them, like a like a like a softer okay. padding, kind of like the uh, Dual Shocks. Like I, I, I want a little bit of that of that action because okay. it just too rough for you. When I was playing for a while, especially since like you're carrying the weight of it, like I'm laying in bed, and I'm holding the weight of the fucking system, and I'm like I'm moving around and stuff. It's actually st- the placement and the smallness of the buttons. Is, makes it really awkward to do things, especially when I'm playing Zelda, mm-hmm. where like you know I go from running to jumping and all that. Da, 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 da. Like it just is like, fuck, this doesn't feel great. I think that's where it's okay. But where docked as a Joy-Con, it actually has some advantages because like right. the closeness of it works for it. Yeah, but that's all that works for it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you're not like scrambling too much, and it, it doesn't hurt as much. And we're hearing things, and I I could even say that I've I've seen this as well that it performs better undocked. Uh, it does. Zelda in specific, which is such a fucking Nintendo weird bullshit mm-hmm. thing. Like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it doesn't look better on the... Or the draw distances aren't and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what's going on? Yeah, I haven't had any problems in terms of, like, drop rate. Actually, my... I don't know what's going on with, like, the, the CPU on it, but I've had some staggering with it lately mm-hmm. where, like, where it's having trouble, like, processing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been very recent. But on, on the TV, I've only had maybe two instances where the resolutions dropped, and it was only for, like, a few seconds. I saw it, like, pretty quickly, too, when I, when I docked it. Mm-hmm. And you could be having problems with staggering, because it may have the same Skyrim problem, because it's auto-saving, like, a billion times. Yeah, it does you know auto-save a lot. I saw that, and I was just like, dude, you're running out of fucking space. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's so weird to go from, like, I put a 2 terry, it that's 2 terabyte for your kids at home, into my PlayStation 4, and to go from like something that, like that to 32 gigabytes, I, I feel like I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, should I keep on saving? Like, I'm just so aware, like, especially like in the game where you take pictures and whatnot and mm-hmm. ask you, like, you want to save this picture? I'm like, oh God, <laughs> is that going to take up space? Is it saving to the cartridge though? I. Does it, my dude? It does. It saves to the cartridge? Yeah, it doesn't save to the cartridge. Is that confirmed? I'm going to. Talk some. I'm going to fucking... That, that's my impression of it, at least. Um, I know the only thing that the hard drive is saved for is, um, like, digital downloads and stuff that you put onto the console externally, but everything should save via the cartridge. I'm looking know. it up. Keep on going. Keep um, on going. Keep on going. I don't know what you want to keep on going about. We're having just, a conversation. Just talk about stuff. What do you want to talk about? Uh, we tasted the cartridges. They taste like garbage. Um, we did. Confirmed. <laughs> I don't know why we did it. It tastes like this weird alkaline devil that I never uh, want to put in my mouth ever again. Nintendo Switch save games can't be copied off the console. That was one thing that's mm-hmm. like, uh, Which I imagine would just be for more. digital downloads and stuff. Switch save data is stored in the console system memory. Really? It's not on the cartridge, my dude. What the hell? Yeah, it's not on the cartridge. Yeah. Because that, that was a big kerfuffle where it's like they, you can't even transfer your fucking saves. You can only like delete the lot of them. And that's the, the only management that you can do. Like, that's weird. Okay. You need to update that shit. You need to update that real fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, that's not good. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to transfer my save from one cartridge <laughs> to another, especially from console to console. Yeah, if you take out the cartridge and you're going to go play, like, in my Switch, mm-hmm. your save will not be there. 
It will not be there. Yeah. Well, I knew it was uh, like profile locked. Like they have it via profile. Yeah, but uh, it's not on the cartridge still. It's on the console. Okay. So that's that's the big fucking thing. Because again, like you use micro SD cards to fucking save onto. It's that's not that's not just like True. actual game data. It's the save data. Yeah. You know, and you don't get a choice apparently. So Damn. weird. Yeah, it is weird. A lot of weird choices there. Yep. I mean, fact check us if you want, kids. No, please do. Because um, uh, I, I don't. I heard only like really vague stuff about it, so that's why I wasn't. Because that's why. Sure. Uh, that's why I'm reading right here from. This is from Polygon. Okay. It's saying the Nintendo Switch launches tomorrow with support for ex- uh, expandable storage via micro SD card slot, but that support is pretty limited, as we discovered after applying the console's day one update today. Switch save data is stored in the console system memory and currently cannot be copied to any external storage medium for backup purposes or any other reason. That's really fucking lame. This is weird, too. While playing The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, we tried to save the game uh, directly to the microSD card Mm -hmm. we had in the system, but that option wasn't available. Many cartridge-based platforms put save data in the game cartridge. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I need to finish this. Please please finish it. Many cartridge-based platforms put save data in the game cartridge itself, not the console's internal storage. Not so with the Switch. All saves live only in the system's built-in flash memory. Oh, okay. Fuck. Gotcha. Damn, that's <laughs> such a weird oversight. Yep. Oversight? They know what they're doing. <laughs> no, that's fucked up. That's such a Nintendo thing, and you have to wonder, like, what it was, because, like, they, they obviously didn't, like, you know, do the Vita route and make, like, proprietary memory cards, so mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Like, you can put in a micro SD in there, so yeah. that's a weird choice. Maybe that's what we should have done first. Got micro SD cards? And yeah, save it straight on there. I don't even know. So you, you can't transfer your saves. That's what it is. Okay. So I guess when you start up, you have the option? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He's looking up stuff. Uh, yeah. No, that's... I, I guess I'm just looking up, like, random save information about it. Um, how to create a new game. You would basically create a new profile, and it would save it under there. Which mm-hmm. I guess that backs up your theory that, yeah, it is on the console in the flash memory there. Bad choice. Yeah, really bad choice. As okay, if there yeah. wasn't enough to sour us already with right. it. Like, that's just, that sucks. Because if, like, this system bricks on us within the first year, like, then we'll wait to start our adventure all over again. Uh, so, nope. Nope. if you don't have a Switch right now, which means, you know, limited quantities, mm-hmm. what have you, and you're kind of fucking aching for one, uh, we need to warn you, there really is only one game that's a dynamic reason to get the system. Mm-hmm. And I don't even believe that 100%. I really do think that people should wait. I think they should wait for a second iteration, whether it be a backdoor iteration, like not like you know, here comes the Switch XL. Mm-hmm. I mean to say, when they like work out the refined kings version. and manufacture a more refined version, yeah. like like kind of like um, th- I think there was a, ch- a switch between um, <laughs> switch uh, between the uh, launch PS4s and then the second wave PS4s. Oh yeah. So that that's what I mean to say. So I, I I would wait for that because there's still some kinks that they're trying to work out, and just wait honestly wait for the online ecosystem to come out and see if it's really worth it to you. Mm-hmm. See if that's like a part of it. See what happens when they drop virtual console. See how they handle you know w- what the free game a month looks like. You mm-hmm. know if those are worth it, even though you can only keep it a month. That's yeah. stupid. That's another stupid fucking choice. It is. You know. Could even learn from like PSN there. Or Microsoft with that, like shit. Yeah, both of them have been have been doing that for years at this point, and Switch is like, eh, that's the problem. Nintendo's so uncomfortable with the idea of people playing their games and them not making any money off of it, and I they feel like make so much money off of their hardware and their games. Like, why are they hurting so much? But that you know, just giving those games out for free adds value right to out the of console. the fucking yeah. gate. No, it does. You know, right out of the fucking gate. I just I don't understand that choice at all. 
Uh, I, I think it has a lot to do with them just saying, like, well, we don't want to lose any shred of revenue. I mean, look at the 1-2 Switch situation, mm-hmm. where it's like, dude, you should put that game literally on the hard drive. And really? Make the hard drive bigger. But So, the second part of this podcast, mm-hmm. I want to go into Zelda. Yeah, I do too. I want to talk about Zelda. Because that's what we've been spending There's most of the time There's some shit going on. And I do want to point out one event that has occurred uh, pretty much in the last few days is that uh, despite the fact that The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has been getting a, a unanimous positive response across... Perfect tens from a lot of Perfect tens across yeah. the board. And it was sitting at a 98 on Metacritic. Uh, one disruptive review mm-hmm. apparently came out and has been the subject of fan soreness, mm-hmm. of sore acidness, Dossing. I should say. Uh, yeah, is it dosing or yeah. DDoSing? Yeah. I thought it was yeah. DDoSing. I don't know. That's just how you say it. We don't know. We don't own PCs. Anyway. <laughs> we can know what something is without owning a PC. <laughs> no. I can look it up on my Mac. No, just know what it is. be like a middle-aged man just fucking flailing at the new modern world. Jeremy, come here. What is that DDoS everybody's been talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been doxxed. When do I feel it? <laughs> so... Uh, Mr. Jim Sterling, yes. uh, who I have an immense amount of respect for that man's opinion. People mm. seem to think that he is just a clickbaity contrarian. Not so. Especially if you've no. been watching his content in the last two years. He really does give shit a fair shake. Mm-hmm. He has a very strong voice. He has a very, uh, just a very strong opinion. Like outright, and in terms he, of and like, he illustrates his points very, very, very. He does. Funny. He's very articulate. And in terms of like reviewers and uh, personalities like that, he actually has to buy a lot of his games. Like he Correct. doesn't get stuff sent to him. Correct, because he's considered a wild card uh-huh. amongst publishers. So why would he buy these games just to write bullshit clickbaity articles? Like, and and <laughs> I need to point out. So his actual website, uh, which I, th- I think is just the gymquisition.com, uh, doesn't have ads. It's not ad funded. Mm-hmm. He he makes his revenue pretty much one hundred percent. On Patreon. Yeah. Same with YouTube. Most of the time he tries to make sure that there's no ads in, before his videos, and sometimes YouTube fucks up and still tries to do, like, do it anyway. Okay. I don't understand what that's about. Like, he mentions it sometimes in the comments where he's just like, well, because I put up this game, they <laughs> apparently thought it was okay to throw like an ad in there. Uh. But um, yeah, so his whole thing is that he wants to be 100% backed by Patreon, and uh, some of his reviews don't even like happen day and date. You know, because that's not what his audience is looking for. They're looking for his opinion, mm-hmm. not not for that his honesty, uh, not for like a arbitrary number on day one. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Sterling reviewed Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and gave it a, an egregious seven out of ten, which apparently was just to a bridge too fucking far. Really, though, for Zelda, it's getting called a miserable fat cunt for it. Yes, that is absolutely true. People were fucking flaming him in comment sections on his. They actually took down his website, as we explained. That's fucking what ridiculous. Dossing, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, uh, it's fucking ridiculous, and it's just like what had happened was that his score lowered the Metacritic uh, <laughs> rating from a uh, magnificent ninety-eight to a paltry ninety-seven. But hey, man, now the true king has returned. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is 98. Yes, back at it again. <laughs> Woo! You guys should really follow our Twitter. We're sometimes funny. We're funnier on there in Flash Bits, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's at Save Room Show on Twitter. Come on. Send us send us some shit. Talk to us. Right? We like yeah, it. We like it there. We're having fun with our fans. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Our fans. I use that term loosely. That's what we do. Our friends fans. who are supporting us at this point. Save roommates, sir. Okay. You keep Save trying to make that a thing. It's not going to be a thing. I made it a thing already. Yeah. I <laughs> you did it in a video. Listen, I called my congressman, and I'm he said it's call, fine. He also said, people. stop wasting my time. Those were separate statements. Anyway, so I think this is... It's just fucking stupid. Like, he gave... 
it is honestly one of the best reviews that I've read on this game. And not because yeah. not just because it lines up with a lot of my opinions of the game, but because it gives it such a fair fucking shit. Like when you scroll through, you're like, oh, I can't believe he wrote this much about it. He still it. gives it like, you know, a lot of praise where it deserves really praise. Does. Like he's not shitting on it. He's just giving it fair, valid criticisms. And I agreed with a lot of it, you know? And you love the game. I do. Yeah. Like, it, it, like would you, well, I'm not even going to ask because what? I think scores are again arbitrary and stupid you can ask me i mean i'm only probably like 20 hours into the game and it may be like a fourth of the way through the actual story okay so it's tough to like it's it's a tough call to make but where i sit at with it like i think the story is pretty great it's um you know it's typical zelda but i like what they're doing with it i like the way they're fleshing out the relationship between yeah. zelda and link um but as a whole experience like i i don't think it's a 10 out of 10 game like, okay. I think it has a lot of like problems and um, a lot of things that play against the player. That's not fair, and you know makes it a brutal experience at times. But um, talk to me about what you like. I, I would I would give it like an eight point five, maybe an eight point seven five at this point. It, it's mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to give it a, a full. Um, but thing. go ahead because we, we don't want to we don't want to soil everything. Tell me what what do you like about this game? What I like what, about what's it. What's working for you? I so I made a lot of comparisons about this game. I think it this game does to open world games what Ocarina of Time did for 3D games, 3D adventure games. Um, it brings well, a lot of scale to it. Um, it really reinvigorates it in a lot of ways. It makes it fresh. Um, I think it really serves Zelda fans in terms of the charm it has, the characters, the locations. Like, it is an amalgamation of every Zelda game. Like, you go to fucking Death Mountain, you go to Zora's Domain, you go to, like, like Gerudo Valley. You go everywhere. You see locations that have been talked about for the past like 10 20 years and it's great are you trying to say it reuses old assets it does yes. what a piece of shit well it's not like the uh, seven out of ten it's not Majora, of shit. it's not majora's mask from you know ocarina <laughs> yeah. where they literally reskinned and renamed characters <laughs> <laughs> like, they really did that <laughs> that's like, like one of the greatest games ever made it's, it's fucking amazing yeah. um but i like it um and i also think in terms of i'm gonna say this right now it's not an action adventure open world game okay. it is a, a open world adventure game and with that comes a lot of, you know, downsides. It's really brutal. It reminds me a lot of, like, Fallout 3 or uh, Morrowind and aspects where, like, the game is really against you and it makes you craft your own adventure and survival with it, which at times is, like, super frustrating, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you start off at the plateau area. It's really charming. Like, it's, there's a lot of beauty to take in. It's a gorgeous game. Um, definitely, you know, the most beautiful Zelda game at this point, obviously, because fucking we're in the current generation, finally. Hell yeah. Well, but- not Switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but at the but at the onset, like you know, a lot of the charm is there, and a lot of the frustrations are showing because like you pick up weapons, you pick up like things that are you know assets to your survival, and immediately like, okay, cool, I got the sword, I love this sword, it's great. You know, take a few thwacks. Oh, your sword is badly damaged, and then comes into the whole oh weapon degradation and resources, and it really it becomes a survival game at that point where it's like you really have to craft your survival your own way, which I think is cool. You know, I think that the fact that People are tackling this game in, in different ways, and they all have different stories, and they're all going different paths. It's exciting. It creates like a new, uh, I guess, what's water cooler experience for Zelda that we hadn't had in a while, mm-hmm. where people can just talk about it. And like, I'm hearing things from you. I'm hearing things from Dave that are completely different than I'm experiencing, and it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I, I like a lot of what I'm getting. Um, I think this version of Hyrule is really interesting. It's like a post post apocalyptic one where technology is kind of like overrun. Link has been asleep for 100 years, surviving a near fatal attack. And I like that they kind of brought him back to life. Um, and you really see the effects of the world that has happened in the past 100 years where you're like, you know, Hyrule is at odds end. Like, you know, Zelda's been fighting off Calamity Ganon for 100 years, you need your help. And the world is really like in disarray at times. And it's a really interesting like craft world. I, I like the tone of it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about it? <laughs> no, just in terms of like the tone. Like we'll talk about like the stuff that you hate about it, obviously. But... 
Okay, um, so yeah, I'm going to start with what I like about the game for sure. Um, There's tons more I like, but I would like to do it in sections, obviously. Gotcha. Uh, what do I like about the game? So I think it has a very, just fucking gorgeous art style. Mm-hmm. Fucking gorgeous art style. Uh, it looks good. It looks mm-hmm. really, really good. Uh, I will point out, not the hottest Zelda. Not the hottest Zelda. I like her. That goes to Skyward cool. Sword for me. It really does, though. Skyward she's Sword. So oh, she's Holy so shit. cute. But I will I say, s- I will say this, sir. Hmm. We're going to flip this coin. Yeah. The hottest Link. Oh boy, <laughs> this guy looks like he uh, works on like a works at a fucking clothing store in San Francisco. <laughs> he's a good dude. <laughs> like yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got this little hipster. He doesn't have the crazy sideburns, you know. He looks no, dashing. No, he's... and you can make him look as dashing as you want. That's too. a that's a handsome fellow. And like a lot of people in the game point that out too. Like damn, damn, you look good. You're looking good. Already. You're that Hylian that's been asleep for hundred years. But goddamn, yeah, like shit. <laughs> okay. Um, so it is a grand, huge game, and that mm-hmm. can be overwhelming uh, mm-hmm. to begin with. And I think uh, the especially because they don't give you any direction at first, other than Correct. like, okay, find these four shrines and then get off the plateau and do what you want. We're gonna get into this, yeah. but uh, it, it does an okay job because you start out in this kind of starting area um, where it's kind of segmented. You can't quite reach the rest of the map yet mm-hmm. because you're supposed to get that uh, paraglider. Yes, paraglider. You start off on the Great Plateau, right? And you're just kind of going around and just trying to learn some of the mechanics of the game. And this is where it starts to trip itself up uh, and trip itself up bad. And it's hard for me to really focus on the good in this game. It really is. That's a shame. Because there's a lot of good. I think it's a shame, too. <laughs> I think it's a fucking shame, too, because I wanted to love this game. I bought a whole new console you did. to play this game because all the videos I saw, yeah, it looks really interesting. That's really cool. But, again, I try to illustrate to people... It is so much different when you get a game in your hands. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. Raccoon City, remember? Yeah. Operation Raccoon yeah. City. Those streams look good. They look <laughs> fun. The moment you touched it, it was like, holy shit, it's on fire. So you're talking about from the onset, like when you're on the plateau, you're already having problems with it. Already, because you're yeah. introduced to the weapon durability system. Okay. Immediately, I was like, I fucking hate this. And Yeah, it poses a lot of problems. <laughs> the fact that you can pick up a weapon that you really, really like and know that your time is like limited with it sucks. Jim Sterling put it out this way, and I completely 100 fucking percent agree, which is there is no weapon durability system that's fun. No. None of it's fun. It is an extra layer of anxiety, and that's what I have a problem with this game because mm-hmm. it's such an expansive adventure, and it also dials back a lot of like uh, what we're used to in open world games. Mm-hmm. For instance, like you unlock parts of the map, okay? But unlike let's say horizon which i'm sorry i'm going to compare this game a lot to horizon because it's fresh in my fucking mind they're yeah. two different experiences they do. like like i told you like you like, said one you consider one an action kind of open world open game world which would game. be horizon and this, this one's more, more of an adventure, adventure yeah open world game and yeah and i yeah i see what you're saying with that that's fine they're two totally different games but playing that game first such a horizon such a polished mm-hmm. beautiful game its mechanics and systems flow together so goddamn seamlessly combat so fucking good in that mm-hmm. game no i agree for me, it was absolutely jarring to jump to Zelda. Well, absolutely jarring. We're also jumping to a new console, which is another thing. Like, we're getting used to a new control. We're getting used to how things feel with it, and like that's not like that's not it's it. not a cop out. Like we can't make excuses with that's that. Not but it. but that's part of it, though. No, it's not. Maybe for you, that's not it for me. I can I can get used to any goddamn controller. Like I was playing this, and like yeah, I have complaints about the controller. It's, mm-hmm. it's too sensitive in the nubs or whatever. But I could still play a game. You know, there are certain systems in this game that just don't fucking like dodging dodging sucks mm-hmm. dodging does suck 
you jump from side to side. There's no roll in the mm-hmm. game. The game sets up its combat much like it would a Dark Souls game. And yeah. I know a lot of people make this comparison to other games where it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it, because it's challenging, it's like Dark Souls. No, bullshit. But this game literally is trying to ape that game. Yeah. You know, and the vagueness that it has at times. Right. For it, sure. It, it, it's super fucking vague. Uh, and that's the one thing about it, too. Like, So the t- take the towers, for mm-hmm. instance, in the game. So just like, let's say, an Ubisoft title, you climb towers and it allows you to kind of uh, see what the map is. Mm-hmm. Like, it fills in the map on, on your, uh, well, your map, on your Sheikah Yeah, on your Sheikah slate. Your Sheikah fucking thing, which is just like a Switch tablet in the game. What the fuck? Whatever. Yeah. And, but here's the thing about that. The first time you use one, it also tells you, like, all right, if you stand up here and use your, like, periscope or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is, like your, your fucking telescope, yeah. I guess, you can kind of, you could pinpoint shrines mm-hmm. in, in on the map. And shrines, you could... Uh, it, they're basically big puzzle rooms, mm-hmm. very one-off puzzle rooms. They're not huge dungeons or anything. They're very, very small, very short experiences. And you solve a big puzzle, and you could either unlock a new part of your stamina wheel or a new heart. Mm-hmm. And at first, I thought that like, okay, I'm jamming on this. I can look around and kind of tag these fucking shrines. Mm-hmm. And I, I figured like, okay, it's going to show me all the shrines in this immediate area. By the second fucking tower, I learned, nope, that's not true at all. Th- this game it hates you. It's <laughs> against you. Whereas, like, I understand part of us have been so conditioned by, like, games like, again, Horizon, mm-hmm. Far Cry, that... Where it hands a lot of the experience to you and it makes it super easy. It, it shows you on the map, here's what's going on around you, there are little gray spots, but mm-hmm. then you're going to go and check them out and that's how you, like, you nail them off. Yeah. This is not a checklist game. It's not. The thing is... And that's fair. I don't think I would like it if you got to a tower and it unlocked all the shrines. Part of this game that is enthralling to me is the the, the adventure side of it. Like, mm-hmm. going to new areas that I haven't seen it and exploring it for myself. Like, if every shrine pinged, that's all I would be doing. I would just right. be marking them going, marking them going. Like, And that's fine. Like, you know, I, I see them as I see them in the distance, and I'll mark them for sure. But, like, I'm also doing other things along the way to get there. Like, I'm not just straight going for a shrine half the time. And so here, here comes my second biggest problem. I'll, I'll go a little bit more into weapon durability because we're not done with that. No, we're not. We are not done. And we're not done with the combat system either. The thing that trips it up is like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, you're shrouding your, your map in mystery even mm-hmm. though you set up these arbitrary towers that I'm supposed to. Like, it really doesn't do anything for you. Like, I have to admit that. And that's just a pain. You have to climb them all. And some of them work against you because they're like guarded by guardians or it's raining or they have spikes right. on them. Just, or they're cor- <laughs> they have corrupted matter on them. It's like, exactly. Ugh. But here's the thing that really fucking trips me up where it's like, I want to jump into the adventure. I want to explore every fucking area. But you're limited mm-hmm. because of your stamina wheel. And when you, that little wheel, when it starts off, is fucking awful, dude. Fucking so short. He, he has smoker's lung <laughs> is how fast he can run or how far he can run. Yeah. He runs and he's like, <laughs> and worse than that, not just like, oh, now I'm at normal running speed. No, it slows yeah, down like, completely. There's no quick recharge on the wheel either. And so you have to have this constant fucking struggle with the stamina wheel when you're running on things, when you climb things. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can climb everything. That's cool. Everyone's fucking jamming on that, beating off to that fact. Cool, but half the time there's nothing of interest to explore on top of these mountains, but And way. it makes no sense why you can climb everything. Right. I'm sorry, is he fucking Spider-Man or is he Link? What's going on here? Yeah, I, whatever. Um, I, I can give that a pass if it weren't for the fact that, yeah, everything depletes your stamina mm-hmm. except for combat and jumping, which actually doesn't is the inverse of Dark Souls. Like, it doesn't make any fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, right? It's just like, I would be fine with that. I would trade those systems completely. Mm-hmm. Make I, I want to keep my weapons, but every time I use them, I have to manage stamina. Mm-hmm. That would be fine. I'm used to the idea. Other games have done that. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you just invented open world games. Okay? Don't do... Fuck! You know? So what happens is, 
I just get frustrated. I, I, I keep on running to a place. I'm getting fucking tired. Mm-hmm. And when I get there, say that there's a big beastie there. Mm-hmm. The game doesn't do a good job of letting you know that, oh, yeah, don't fight that. Mm-hmm. It literally just slams you the fuck down, yeah. kills you, and laughs at you. Because you're not on a rail. You have that liberty to go right. wherever. And sometimes you go into areas where it's like you're fighting like level 50 enemies and you're like getting walloped. And you have no idea. Yeah. And you're running around with fucking sticks mm-hmm. and shit. And, and moblin arms. Can, can we get into this durability issue? Sure. Let's here's my it. fucking issue. So what? here's the thing about it. Mm-hmm. First of all, why would you ape this feature from Dead Rising? <laughs> of all the things they took away from that. And here's what blows my mind. Dead Rising did it better. Because the, the environment is literally fucking littered with weapons to or pick even, up and craft and combine. Um, Dead Island did it too and it worked. Right. That's, that's absolutely fine because you... You literally find a new weapon or item in, like, every inch. This mm-hmm. game? No. No. Unless you're near enemies. Only near enemies, yeah. pretty much. And, yeah, eventually you have the ability to tag these items so you could run back to them. Which, again, stupid fucking choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, who wants to do that? You get the option to use your Sheikah Slate as, like, a camera, and you can tag things on your map. And it, the, there's a sensor that kind of goes wild when you're next to it. It's just, <laughs> so okay. it's not even, like, precise. It's yeah. just like, okay, now I have this annoying fucking beeping sound, yep. but I need to run towards this goddamn traveler sword because I'm on a side quest where a little boy wants to see one for some reason. He wants me to flash my sword at him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, let me see that sword. And cool. You know, and you know the moment that I show him my sword. He's going to want like, another cool, one. Cool, I want to see an axe now. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Let me see a Moblin bow. Yeah, it's just... So, I understand that their idea was that they wanted you to play with a variety of weapons. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, of course I'm going to do that. I'm not just going to be like, I'm going to stick with the starting sword forever. That's the thing. I'm going to do it anyway. Like, if you put, like, spears in the game or pitchforks or, you know, bows and arrows or great swords. Or I want to see what they one, do. I'm going to do it naturally because, like, that's the sort of player I am. And, you know, making me do it because I have to is a problem. But instead, <laughs> you whack an enemy three, four times, depending on the rating of, of your weapon, mm-hmm. and it fucking shatters like glass. And you don't get it anymore. Which is ridiculously a problem, like, in bigger boss fights. Like, say you oh, go yeah. to, like, a shrine, you know, you have, like, a combat um, shrine there, and you have to mm-hmm. fucking fight a, a guardian. You know, you go through your weapons so fast, and it's like, okay, how am I going to fight this now? With bombs? Yeah, I literally <laughs> end up in a situation where it's like, you... Just have bombing a, it to death. Yeah, you have a quarter of health left. The bombs don't do that much damage to some of them. And I'm just like, well, I, I can't do shit now. Mm-hmm. Now it wants me to go loot. But here's the other problem. I only have like a very limited amount of slots to put weapons in. Mm-hmm. And so you have this revolving door of like, oh, shit. Uh, I guess I should throw my torch. But then, oh, I might need my torch later. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Like, it's this extra layer of management that's just not very fun. I want it to be where, like, Borderlands, where it's like I run up, hey, this sword's like a level 15. This one, the one I'm carrying is level 10. Mm-hmm. Psh, that yeah, one's gone. Makes sense. There's your variety. I'm going to try the new weapon anyway, my mm-hmm. dude. You don't have to fucking shatter them in my hands to force me to go hunt for them. It's a little little ridiculous, a little painful, and it's one of the many systems that works against you in the game. It works against you, and then the worst part is you, when you do find the better weapons that can last longer and do hard You don't want to use it. You don't want to touch them. Yeah. Because you're like, well, I need to save this for a fight that matters. Or sometimes... I just really like this weapon, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see it explode, and I don't want to have to go through that fucking shrine where I found it. Mm-hmm. What is this punishment? I don't know if you get to a point where you are able to increase like weapon durability or anything like that. I, I, I've, I've heard about it. I heard it's very, very just fucking tedious to make that happen. And I hear once you do get um, <laughs> the Master Sword that you can use it. Um, it has like... It has durability about it, but it basically functions with cooldown, so yep. you can use it X amount of times, and then it won't shatter, but it goes into cooldown mode, and you have to wait like probably like 15 minutes for it to reset. 
<sighs> Which is just, okay. that's just ridiculous. Like, why does that have to be at play with every item in the game? Like, I understand they wanted to really make it a hardcore survival game. And trust me, they've succeeded. Like, this game is a get you in every way. In every way. But that is just like, I'm already worrying about weather systems. I'm worrying about inventory management. I'm worrying about stamina. Just like, let me right. have weapons that will serve me, you know? And, and inventory is so fucking cluttered. And I, and I don't I, even I, have a good idea of what's useful and what's not useful. You know, they give you, like, a small hint in the description, mm -hmm. but, like, you know, okay, I'm like, well, it said if I mix this in an elixir or, you know, try to make an elixir out of it, I'll get something good. Half the time, I'm just making dubious fucking food that gives you one heart. That's too gross to even look at. And it's Link got is like, pixeled out. Yeah. And he fucking eats it. I'm just like, that's not cool. That's mm -hmm. not fun to me, man. Like, I, and, oh, when I walk up to uh, one of the very few uh, cooking places, mm -hmm. you know, that you can stove up your shit, uh... When I press A against it, what happens? I sit down. Why don't I just automatically go to the items that I want to cook? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to literally dig? I couldn't believe what I was seeing because I was just like, dude, this is something from the PS1 era <laughs> that they would make you do. Where it's like, now you're in front of the plate. Like old Silent Hill games did this. Mm -hmm. yep, you're, in front of the, you're in front of the right door. It's You have the key. But when you press X, it's still locked. Yeah. You have dig to pull in, it out. Yep, use it. Dig into your inventory. Fucking use it that way. I'm just like, it's so no, Japanese. no, it's too Japanese. I'm just like, what the fuck, guys? That doesn't that doesn't work for me. No, but I, um, I will say this: you can upgrade your inventory slots. Um, you find these Korok seeds, which I found out there are nine hundred. Nine hundred, which is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. I anyway, you're out of your goddamn mind. There's a lot in the game where I'm just like, yeah, I'm never gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it all. And it, like, you know, it was more manageable in a game like uh, Wind Waker or Ocarina of Time, where it's like I could feasibly do all this, but like, I'm right. not gonna spend the time like finding 900 Korok seeds to upgrade what at that point, you know? People have put 80 hours in the game, they get a completion screen that's like they've only done 13, percent <laughs> which is just like because they haven't gotten all the Korok seeds, they haven't seen all the locations, like whatever, whatever. Like, I'm um, so happy that you looked to The Witcher for inspiration, but uh, I think you took some of the wrong tips, such mm -hmm. as that game is just horribly dense. Too dense for its own good. Mm -hmm. This game is really, really dense, but the it, it sucks because, like, I really want to like this game. I really want to get into this game. I really mm -hmm. want to explore the world. I think it's super interesting, like, the, the ruins of old Hyrule. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the story is kind of cookie-cutter. Like, oh, we got to save a princess from Calamity Ganon. Well, all like, the Zelda stories are pretty cookie-cutter. But Majora's Mask was a lot different. No, Majora's Mask was yeah, a lot yeah, different. Yeah. Um, a lot of this, uh, what I don't even know what to call them, um, just like standalone titles, they yeah. were pretty like different. Um, but no, this one has like it, it felt repetitive in the story, but I like the way they flesh out the years in between. Um, yeah, like you find memories that kind of serve the game a lot, and you get these cutscenes yeah. between Link and Zelda, and that's interesting, but that just plays into the vagueness of the game where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, you have these pictures, now you got to go find it in this fucking, this this map that's 1.5 Skyrims, apparently. Yeah. And you don't really have a good idea. There's one guy that I met, like, in a stable that's like, oh, let me take a look at your picture. Mm -hmm. And he literally was just like, this could either be north of the woods or, hey, it could be south of the swamp. I don't know. And you're just like, good fuck luck. you, dude. <laughs> like, just I haven't had that problem. Like, anytime I've met him, he's given me a precise location. I don't know what happened with that one time. I was like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. What are you doing to me? Yeah, I get pretty, like, dead on location. I actually take, like, screenshots of it just to yeah. remember where it is, and then I find it later on. I just, I, you know, I, I understand, like, I don't think it's a bad game at all. I have, I just, these things are glaring in my mind mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not that, uh, 
they just really hinder my experience. Mm-hmm. They hinder my enjoyment of the game. If, honestly, those are the two fixes I would make, and I would probably love the fucking game, which is I don't want a stamina meter mm-hmm. unless it's for combat. Okay. And I don't want weapon breakage. You don't think it's fair, though, that like over the 120 shrines that you can actually like upgrade your stamina? Except you have to make the uh, concession between stamina hearts or hearts. Yeah. And you need both in conjunction, man. You do. You're going to get fucking slammed. You're going to get rocked by some of these hobgoblins roaming the hills. I've actually gotten one shot by, like, a ton of goblins. Yep. Like, they'll be riding on a horse, yep. and they'll fucking one-shot me with an arrow, like, at yeah. eight hearts. And I'm like, what? Oh, don't get me started on the horses. I hate like, using horses what? in the game. I hate using horses. Like, remember that? We talked about this. Remember that one demonstration at the Game Awards where mm-hmm. they are like, yeah, you know, so uh, your horse can actually navigate around trees so you don't have to worry about them. And I was like, fuck, they, they solved the Red Dead problem where I'm mm. crashing my stupid horse head <laughs> into some timber. And then when I play the game and do it, crash right into a fucking tree. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> what what happened to this? Right. And apparently it's like, oh, yeah, you get to treat it like a Tamagotchi and pet it a bunch. You do. You have to, like, take your horses to the stable, register fucking them, name them. Nintendo. Utter Nintendo. <laughs> it's fine. Like, I don't mind it. So, like, when I was roaming around in the... the a lot of the starting areas and I would see a fucking goblin on a horse I'm like cool right. I'm gonna hijack his horse throw a bomb at him fucking get on his horse and run away and I thought that was really cool but like as you like need to use it more and more it does kind of stifle the experience a bit, and he like, has they're not has as intuitive radius too. yeah it does it has a radius where it's like when I run out of it I <laughs> name like one of my horses Luke and I was like Luke can't come and I'm just like well I'm not really equipped to make sure oh wait you mean he can't show up what the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I travel, like, I can see him. I'm like, what he's, right there, like, like, he's right there. I'm waving at him. He's waving back. And, like, you're whistling, and he's just, like, doing his horse business or mm-hmm. whatever that is. And, and he'll stay there the whole game, apparently. He'll just fucking stay out, out there in the field wondering what the hell happened to Link. <laughs> and the least they mark it on the map, like, with the little horse head. At least they like, do that, but I'm just, The chance like, of me going back to that spot is so rare. But this is one of those things where I'm just, like, for you, I understand, like, it's, uh, you're saying that, like, they're... Would you say it's a reinvention of open-world games? Would you say that statement, like, confidently? For a reinvention of open-world games for the better. I don't think it's a reinvention of open-world games for the better. I think it's an interesting take on what an open-world Zelda could be. I I don't think it breaks the mold in any ways, because it borrows from, like... 20 years of open world experiences okay. and I think what some of what it does is real smart and some of what it does hurts it like the survival aspects because when some you... of them are grueling I, I fucking rage quit this game and I never right. have done that with the Zelda where it's like right. I'm gonna do go my do my placement matches instead because like, my thing like, is what? I don't I don't feel like like you said the statement that it does for open world games what Ocarina did for 3D games and I'm just like no <laughs> like for me it's like definitely not because my thing is I look at it and I'm I'm saying you're playing in this sandbox that mm-hmm. has been well saturated for years mm-hmm. uh, basically since the PS2 generation. I, I know there's examples before PS2 but that's where it really hit its stride you know when we got GTA 3 and Mercenaries okay. and all these fucking games started coming out everything was open world suddenly mm-hmm. you know it is such a saturated and played in sandbox mm-hmm. like a bunch of developers have done a bunch of different takes on it and so i can't help but think about those games. i can't do the nintendo isolationist thing and be mm-hmm. like oh well you know they're, they're trying to go for their own systems they're trying to go for their own feel i'm just like when i can't call my fucking horse i immediately think of the witcher 3 where i'm mm-hmm. just like roach didn't give a shit <laughs> roach would have showed up for anything right there roach was, a, was down to fucking hang there was a dragon biting my dick off and roach would be like yo what's happening there girl <laughs> <laughs> you know my horse is just like <laughs> like, what are you doing over there, Luke? 
<laughs> like that, that's my issue with the game that's my, what I'm taking umbrage with my thing is it has a lot of little thoughtful components to it that work for it it does it does but for me I don't feel like these things really congeal mm-hmm. as much as they should or as much as and I, again I hate it I'm gonna be called a Sony fucking pony but whatever as much as Horizon just fucking mixes together so fucking well mm-hmm. so 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 well this game again it feels like it trips you up its systems don't interact well with each other. Mm. I think it makes you think about a lot. Right. That's the thing that, I, that I'm trying to convey. I have this constant sense of anxiety. When I get into a fight, sometimes I don't want to. I'm mm-hmm. just like, no, that sounds stupid because I'm going to lose all my weapons or I'm just going to die in this spot three times over. Or you're like in the middle of a fucking like lightning storm and like God forbid you take out a sword and you get electrocuted. Right. Like they're just like little components that like really hold it back. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, but it's just there for the for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Why? Why is it there? And then, like, it doesn't even really... The game doesn't explain to you, but you can, like, apparently use that against certain enemies. Like, throw a fucking sword at them, Mm -hmm. and then lightning will hit them. And it's just, like... I like like games being experimental, Mm -hmm. but I don't like games being purposely obtuse. Mm -hmm. And this game feels purposely obtuse. Here's a comparison that I dropped on you earlier. Sure. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Horizon is at the drive-in. Okay. It is the post-hardcore band at the drive-in. Yes. Whereas... The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is the Mars Volta. The Mars Volta has a fucking avid following that swears by them, even though half of their albums are meandering bird calls. And crickets and random Crickets and somebody kicking like the inside of a stereo and recording it backwards or some shit. Whereas At the Drive is very focused, very confident in what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it has hooks, it drives, it, it, it gets to the end. Yeah. Like it makes a straight line. Whereas the Mars Volta's like, we're going to go all over the fucking place, mm. my dude, and who knows where we're going to end up. We may kick out all the goddamn members, <laughs> one album, and fucking just play jazz. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and I, again, I give kudos to Nintendo for experimenting with this brand, because mm. it would have been it would have been disappointing to see something like another Skyward Sword clone, mm. or, or, you know, that was just like a very incremental like oh it's cool it's neat it's got a, it's got its own artistic bent but relying too heavily on old conventions well, yeah and the franchise was getting tired because they were relying too yeah. much on previous games and doing a lot of the same right. things and this one it it takes a bold direction right but I, I i find myself trying to look for the through line in this game i'm trying to look for that clicking point much mm-hmm. like i you know in dark souls 3 where it took me a while to be mm-hmm. like oh shit this is what this game's trying to do you know like i understand and i can fucking i can jam with it i can okay. be a part of its rhythm I just feel like the rhythm is totally off in Breath of the Wild for me, where I'm just like, I uh, I end up in situations, m- much like you said, in the dungeon where I don't have my fucking, I run out of swords, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, now i got to go backtrack and not have fun for a while until I can go back and actually accomplish something. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like progress is stifled in a lot of ways. Like, for instance, I went to one of the towers, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm going to unlock more of the map, even though I'll only be able to see three shrines at best from mm-hmm. up here. Uh, but then, like, you notice, like, like you were saying, oh, there's fucking corruption and vines all over it. Or there's one time where I really sincerely did not have enough stamina to fucking climb the whole mm-hmm. thing. And I'm just like, cool. So I went to this thing in the pursuit of shrines, and it's telling me i got to go find some shrines before I can look for some shrines. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a little demanding at times. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. 
I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what much else I can really add to that because that's where I'm at in the game. I'm not going to have mm-hmm. a very decisive or definitive view viewpoint in the game. This is what I've experienced so far. I've played. Mm-hmm. I've played in a, like a good ten sessions. Each were about maybe three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been trying to play in a car, which I don't get car sick with it. I know you did. Yeah, I, I played it in the car for maybe like a minute, and I got right. sick. Right, right, right. It was really intense playing like an HD game like that on the go. I can see that. I've yeah. never, I've never really had issues with like car sickness. It, when I put stuff in my stomach is when there's a problem. Mm. You know that that's how I've always been. <laughs> uh, but this, I, I, I want to give it more of a fair shake because I do recognize there is a high level of artistry that you don't see in many games no. that's put into this game. It's, it's in a lot of ways it's a very clever game. Mm. Uh, in a lot of ways it's a very, it, it can be engrossing, but mm. you really, 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 really have to work for those bits. Mm-hmm. They don't come to you automatically. And a lot of people are going to dig on that. In fact, a lot of people have. They really like a game that doesn't hand everything to mm-hmm. you. But I'm not looking for handouts. I'm just looking for reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking for uh, an experience that speaks to a level of fun for you, and you're just not having fun with it. Correct. I'm struggling against it. Because mm-hmm. I guess ultimately I don't want to have to worry about the, the survival aspects mm-hmm. of the game. I feel like that should be really an additive thing and not integral. You know, where it's like... Uh, like I don't mind the weather thing. Mm-hmm. I do mind that it rains all the fucking. It, get, it gets time. a little ridiculous. Like when I'll go to an area and I'm like, okay, I'm bent on climbing this tower or getting like right. up this mountain to see this shrine, and then I have to wait out like an hour because of the rain and I can't climb the fucking rock face because I'm slipping down it. It's an interesting, clever idea, but sometimes you just don't want to deal with it. And I like that it was put in there, but also it's just like you're fighting against me here. And you've actually been way more receptive because we're actually this is how you do it, folks. You don't fucking flame a dude for having. Uh, a different opinion on something that you love. Mm-hmm. People are allowed to not only not like something the same level as you, mm-hmm. but dislike it. Yeah, outright. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, because you know what happens. That's how you have the conversation about it. You know that, what fucking matters. Happens? It doesn't hinder your enjoyment mm-hmm. of the fucking game. Like I'm still enjoying it. I'm still frustrated by it. And you know, you're saying what you're saying to me, and I'm I'm trying to guide you. You're like, I feel lost. I fucking on purpose. I feel directionless. I'm like, well, follow the story a little feel bit. You know? When you follow the story a little bit, you you are more equipped for your journey in a lot of ways. You you're guiding to your level. Yeah, you can do things more reasonably. Here and there, I have run into instances where it's like when I I'm trying to do the Zora domain one, mm-hmm. and the same thing happens where it's like, okay, I'm following this through line. Everything's mm-hmm. going okay. I'm talking to the characters. They're interesting. There's a shark boy that everybody wants to fuck. Mm-hmm. He's very red. Yeah. <laughs> he's a side on. He actually creeps me out. I don't know why people want to fuck him. I don't want they, that anywhere in my butthole. They give him way too many cutscenes too, where oh you're like God. walking around like the path to get the Zoro's man, and every other second it's like, "Hey there, Link, you're doing great," and he fucking does a backfoot back into the like, water, and like, his abs I'll, are glistening. Of the things I want to fuck in that game, maybe Link, but not him. Yeah, no, not him. No. Uh, but I, I got to like this one part where they're like, "Hey, you need shock arrows to take down this uh, divine beast." Yes. And I was like, okay, cool, let me go get this. Oh, but Lionel's protecting him. He's like this fucking minotaur some bitch, and he's pretty strong. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see what that's about. And he fucking rocked me, like, instantly. I'm just like, well, there we go again. Mm. I'm fucking stopped. The game has literally stopped me. <laughs> Where I'm, I'm saying in my head, I need to go find better armor, or I need to go fucking and find more shrines. And see, I'm just like, I'm just trying to play the story. I want the different course for that, where I actually, I took the Divine Beast down in terms of, like, order on the list. So I went to Death Mountain first. I right. got a certain amount of like armor there. And then I actually went to um, one of the, the characters, the six-year-old girl, or the hundred-year-old woman trapped in a six-year-old girl's body, whatever. She tells you to go see her assistant, Robbie. And you got to this other um, observatory slash like lab in... Uh, Which I haven't found yet. In, a col- in the Akala region. It's a really, really like thought-out, cool area to be in. And I'm loving every detail of it, actually. But he gives you these arrows that are designed to fight like ancient armors and like beasts that'll one-shot them. And I can take out a Minotaur with one shot. 
or a centaur with one shot. So here's another mm-hmm. here's another issue. Here's some more umbrage for you. Yeah. Let me sprinkle it on. So even though it, the game says you can go about it however you want, it allows you to go to wh- whichever shrine. It allows you to try. If you can fucking paraglide to an area, you can you can get there. Mm-hmm. But not really. That's not really how to fucking go about the game. Mm-hmm. You know. I, you I I have this fucking sneaking suspicion in my mind where I'm just like. I needed to go find the thing that you talk. I needed mm-hmm. to go see Robbie first, or else I'm fucked in this fight. I needed to go get the Zora armor first, or I'm fucked in the waterfalls. Mm-hmm. I needed to go see Death Mountain first, or I'm fucked here. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel about the game, and I'm just like, your approach to open world is just so obtuse and painful, mm-hmm. you know. And I compared it a lot to, and you you thought this was so weird. I compared it to the Final Fantasy 15, just just in the sense that it, it is two Japanese developers taking on what is traditionally a Western genre. Mm-hmm. You know, not, yeah, this, this this is both their new approach into open world games, and I think right. they handle them very differently. And it's so interesting that I actually do a side by side with those games, and mm-hmm. it would be cool to actually do like a video about that or yeah. whatnot. Uh, but you know, even that game was just like, okay, so we gave you limited sprint, but uh, we gave you a workaround because fuck it, mm-hmm. just go into the menu, turn on the status bar instead of it just having it above link the whole game in Zelda like mm-hmm. it does there. And like, go turn on the status bar, and when it almost depletes, fucking hit the sprint button again. It's like almost somebody somebody realized, like, this is a huge open world, and we fucking stymied mm-hmm. the character like this. Uh, and they just coded in a workaround, yeah. like, really quick. Especially <laughs> when they thought, oh, we fucking put in a survival trophy where you have to walk X amount of right. fucking days. But it they're, va- they're vastly different games in what they uh, are set out to accomplish, but it's interesting to see where they line up in the Venn mm-hmm. diagram with certain things. Like, I'm not too impressed with side quests in either game, whereas the story missions are... F- fucking way more interesting mm-hmm. way more granular than you might find with like showing a little boy your swords or mm-hmm. collecting bugs for some son of a bitch yeah. that wants to creep on a well those ones girl. are like traditional zelda uh side quests where it's mm-hmm. like you would meet like you know skull tools and they fucking they're deformed because you know they have this curse on them it's like okay cool you have to collect 100 tokens or you would meet somebody who's like find me 20 pogos and i'll give you this bottle you know right little things like that that were like bigger quests and there are just kind of more of them in this one and some of them you don't want to do because it's like well what's the reward for it but then there are side quests that actually pay off in really cool ways where you'll end up like going to a shrine, you'll get into a cool boss fight. And they vary, you know? Like, not all the side quests in um, Final Fantasy were great. Actually, a lot of them kind of sucked. But mm-hmm. some of them were cool because you ended up going to dungeons. You actually, know? yeah, the correction is that the majority of them sucked. <laughs> they, they weren't great. And the thing is, like, they <laughs> liked beans, number five. <laughs> they had way too many quest lines about it. Whereas, like, this one is like, okay, there's not anything like that. You usually do a quest for a character and you're done. And that's cool. I like right. that. Okay. Um, I, I would prefer that approach rather than doing fucking 20 different quest lines for the same dude. It just, it sucks. Yeah. Or 20 different quest lines for a cat, you know? I feel that. And I'm, I'm happy um, that it doesn't quite go that course. But it is kind of surprising where it's like, even I, the UI is very modern. Like, mm-hmm. it shows, like, hey, here's a side quest. And, like, oh, you can actually pinpoint it on the map. One of the few things that you can pinpoint mm-hmm. on the map like that. And yet, the mission is, oh, I'm going to go collect bugs. And it's just, like, it's, like, this juxtaposition that's breaking my mind, almost. But I think they handle, like, menus and UI a bit better than Final Fantasy did, where it's, like, I can actually oh, use that map and that menu to my advantage. Well, that, where, like, I find a shrine and I'm not ready for it, I can mark with the shrine. I find a battle that fucking destroyed me, I'm not ready for it, put a sword down. I know that's a battle. I no, no, that's to. not what I mean. I'm, and, ju- like, I'm just trying to say, like, there's this, this freshness and newness where it's, like, you're diving in the open world head first, and yet... There's this very old school mentality that sometimes even holds it back in my mind. Mm-hmm. But some people, they love it. They love the bug collecting. They love getting a jar. They love Lon Lon Milk, even though I don't think there's Lon Lon in the game, but whatever. They, they, there might be a callback to it somewhere. Like, yeah, the, these are the callbacks it. that people expect, you know, like your little sounds, mm-hmm. like when you open up the menu and shit. Like, I get that. I get that. why that's a big deal. I fucking loved it in Resident Evil 7 when I heard, like, the little jingles, the yep. inventory thing, like, halfway through the game. I understand these callbacks, but 
that was a game that was both unafraid to shirk its old skin mm-hmm. and also kind of revive what made sense mm-hmm. for it, you know? And I just feel like this game is really, like I said, stymied by some of its newer choices versus its older choices. And some of the older choices, vice versa, hurt the newer choices. And you're like, fuck, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> like, there are a lot of things that I really want to vibe on this game, and I just don't. Um, right. And I'll, I'll speak on some of the negatives for me. Like, I don't think the combat system is particularly good. People love it. They think no. it's the best. And I'm like, no, I think, no. like, the best era for combat was between Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess. Like, that's when they handled combat the best. Glass, huh? And it progressively got better. <laughs> yeah, there were some cool uh, choices in there, for sure. But, like... Twilight Princess and Wind Waker felt so intuitive, especially with the things that you could do. Like, you can do shield deflections, you can, like, sidestep, you can do back rolls, you can do anything. And it it felt super intuitive, whereas this doesn't. Like, half the time I'm, like, scrambling to fucking do the right button combination. Or, like, I do a parry and, like, you know, I get walloped. I've been having a lot of that, where they, they overstuff a lot of things to the different uh, face buttons, especially in the D-pad, mm-hmm. where the thing that I hate the most is, like, when I get fucking slammed, I'm like, oh, shit, I only have half a heart left. Well, now you're going to pause, and you're going to fucking hit the right stick like 30 times until you get to the food option, and yeah. then you're going to eat 10 apples because you forgot to cook something because you haven't found a fucking... Or maybe it rained over your uh, campfire. Yeah. Not sure. Like, it just... I don't like that. Like, it just no, you, hurts you it. said to me that there should be a mapping for, like, healing, like, on a face button. There it really makes sense. Should. Like, there should be something. Like, uh, you know, map it's like the D-pad and, like, be they, able to pull They it literally out. mapped everything else in the fucking game. Like, they map the ending of the game on one of the defense. Like, you can just hit it and fucking play it, it again and chokes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just like, no, 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 no. They're gonna go in for food. <laughs> they're gonna go in to eat their dubious food. <laughs> it's a bit of a process. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, dude. <laughs> no, it's just something like that. that. There are so many choices, especially in combat, that just hurt it, too. But yeah. I, I do like that there's a different approach to each, like, fight. Like, you don't have to approach it similarly. Like, the, and the, the enemies are really interesting. They are. I'll give that. I, and I like the little um, designs that are put into them more. Like, say you fucking steal an enemy's weapon. Like, he has, like, exasperated look on his face. Or if you, like, throw him back, like, he'll make a sound. Or, like, you know, if you, like, startle them. Like, they react accordingly. <laughs> it's cool the little coding that they put into each enemy type. Yeah, pe- people have been mentioning, uh, especially Jim Sterling, said that the enemies are very expressive. It's very mm. interesting what they do, and, like, sometimes when you sneak up on them and see what the hell they're up to, mm-hmm. like, they're living their own lives yeah. and whatnot. Not they're just, like, they're not just doing fucking uh, weird serpentine patterns around, no. like, you they're know. They're masturbating the over goats. They're, you know, having right. seances. They're doing their own thing. But I, I find it difficult to see a lot of this detail on the actual gamepad when mm-hmm. you have it undocked. Sure. Whereas, like, on a big TV, because, like, a lot of people have been saying stuff like that. I'm too worried about smashing bats and fucking... Uh, my spears mm-hmm. and worrying about the again let, let us remap the goddamn controller jump and run are stupid yeah. like run is okay but then it's, it's like to have jump all the way on top it's this weird leap because uh, Jason no I think it was Patrick Klebeck mm-hmm. put it the best where he's like please let us remap because like the instinct that we all have is to get a running jump going on in the game, and that's the hardest shit to pull off. That's true. Like just little because like to go from like the bottom B to the, right. like, the top X, I think that's what it is up there. And the only option you have is to switch those two. So it's like okay, now I can jump, and that makes combat a little easier. Mm-hmm. But running's a bitch now. Yeah, I just, it's just like what are you weird, doing? weird mapping problems. Weird. There. But thing is, like this mapping. is the first Zelda game in the franchise to take on jumping in a yeah. freeform way. Like none of them allow you to do it automatically. That's true. That's true. Um, so it's a, it's a different thing for them to take on. But it shouldn't be that hard because they have like fucking years worth of other games where jumping is a main component they could have done it smartly they could but give me a roll why why can't i roll it makes no sense i want the roll so bad he went to sleep for 100 years and doesn't know how to roll (laughs) like fuck he's got a bad back man (laughs) i mean even even uh uh, elder scrolls has rolls 
Sweet rolls. Oh, you ah. did it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, and the other thing I want to point out, mm-hmm. it happens only in the shrines. I've only had one one uh, puzzle like this. Mm-hmm. The motion control ones. Oh, they're fucking ridiculous. They can fuck right the fuck off to fucking fuck Phil. What, what ones have you experienced? Because I've done the ones Just where one. you have to like guide a ball through like three yep. different points. And that, that was frustrating. But then I saw Dave have one where he had to guide a ball through like a labyrinth. Yeah, I had one where it's like that old marble yeah. puzzle thing. Like, you know, I used to have one as a kid where, and that I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, the actual marble puzzle, not the one in the game. Well, because you have your hands on it, it's and, easier. And I noticed, like, I tried so many different variations. I took off the Joy Cons and mm-hmm. I tried to do it. And I noticed, like, the left one wasn't reacting. It was still working, mind mm-hmm. you, but it wasn't reacting as much as, like, it seems like all of the balance was put on the right Joy Con. Okay. I was like, that's weird. And it was too easy to flip that whole fucking set. Like by accident, and to the point where I can't even see where the ball's going when I'm trying to navigate it. I'm just like, this sucks. And then I got it through like literally 50 times. I got it all the way to the end, but it had this weird thing where the the part that I needed to jump it onto was like this weird little ledge lip, mm-hmm. and like the puzzle was lower than that. So you literally have to do a hop with the fucking console <laughs> what the fuck? to make it go up there. And I, I swear to you, I was my patience. Broke faster than a traveler's sword. <laughs> Fucking exploded right there. I wanted, to th- I wanted to frisbee that motherfucker out the window into Boston's cold weather <laughs> and have the elements take it back into the land. <laughs> That's how mad I was. So they can find it in a hundred years and God. craft their own adventure. God, I was just like, and I, I kept on going to the options. Like, okay, they let you turn off like motion aiming. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they can, maybe I can turn off motion control so I can just do it with the sticks. Nintendo's like, nah, dude. We, we, we spent three weeks doing this. Yeah, like, this is our design. We spent three consoles working on motion yeah. controls. You're going to use it. You're going to fucking love it. It's too. a pain. You're going to eat it up, you bitch. Buy an amiibo. <laughs> it's not as bad as like having a whole game hinge on it. Like Skyward Sword was oh, all motion yeah. controls. I the totally fact that it's like, in these little instances, like it, they're frustrating. And when you can overcome them, like, thank fucking God. But like the fact that they're even in there. like Right. Uh, like you, you want to applaud their restraint, but it's yeah. just like. Thank you. At least using restraint at once. Yeah. The, the, the infrequent elements when it happens or the parts that it happens are enough to damage a lot of my experience mm-hmm. with the game. Like, I, I was watching that letter grade fucking drop as I was getting through that puzzle. <laughs> it's like, fuck That's fair. you, game. But, I know, I'm fucking, I'm just, I'm, I'm kicking it around. I am, I know. Uh, there there are stuff to like. I, I, I really do like the character interactions. Mm-hmm. It's some of the best character interactions yeah, I've ever seen cool. in the series. Like, it's interesting learning about the lore. Like, I mean, it, it's an old ploy. Mm-hmm. Like, any screenwriter would tell you to have, like, a member a memory forgotten character memento mm-hmm. style trying to like retrace his steps and shit and that's kind of cool uh one issue i have is that zelda's not really in these early parts in the game like really not a part of what's going on people are just talking about her and unless you go out of your way no like really i sometimes she talks in narration mm-hmm. but you don't like meet her and talk to her and the memories no, not in the memory. Oh, in the Literally game. Literally just playing the game. Well, because she's fighting Calamity Ganon. Right, I understand That's that. like, she's at Hyrule Castle, you have to go to her. And it's <laughs> it's a weird choice that totally hinges on, like, you know, yeah, of course, there's been, like, 25 years of Zelda or whatnot, mm-hmm. 30, I guess, at this point. You know, but it's it's just, like, <laughs> you still have to add a characterization. In no, there. You, the thing is, they're in the memories, and when you get to the memories, they're really neat. I like the way they flesh her out, where... She is struggling with the weight of being this, like, reincarnated character where she has this power and she has to save Hyrule, and, like, she's struggling with it, like, greatly, you know? You must have unlocked more memories than I have. I've unlocked, like, six at this point. Shit! Yeah. Okay. So, so seeing you... the interactions with her, and, like, they go to this shrine where she's praying, and she's like, I can't live up to what my mother wanted me to do, like, I can't be like her, and, like, you have these really, like, thoughtful moments where it's like, holy shit. Isn't didn't Zelda 2 prove that her mom's name would be Zelda as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. 
and it's interesting to see the way they handle that and even like yeah. the the idea of reincarnation and they they address the fact that like he is a reincarnated here that there have been other links they like That's address really it yeah it's it's a cool take That's on cool. it and um you get uh different interplay with him and the rest of the the royal guard because he's basically like her right hand but there are other characters like there's a goron there's a zoro there's a rito and there's a dorito that you have scenes with as well and they're like i don't think he's ready for this like she could have picked somebody else and like it just really talks about their bond a lot and the choices she's made and i don't know it's it's interesting for a Zelda game because it's a new take on how okay. to build a character arc. I've only yeah, I've only really experienced like some of the NPCs and their interactions, mm-hmm. and then the Shark Boy. I forget his name, Sidon or something. Prince Sidon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't really uh, seen much more than that. Yeah, that, that that seems pretty interesting, and I like that it's actually in there. Yeah, I will say the voice acting is trash. It's not great. It's not great. Uh, for Zelda in particular, for uh, one of the Gorons, it's not too great. I, I like Sidon. I think it, it matches his character a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> but on the scale of like PS1 to PS4, it's definitely PS2 quality yeah. voice acting. <laughs> you know, you, you gave like, it that drop. Like the like where the localization team probably just like slipped it to the studio <laughs> to fucking drop a few lines <laughs> to do what they could. <laughs> like that's how it was. But you know, I like that it's there. It's it's interesting seeing um, a series that's been around for thirty years move into like current. Uh, generations in terms of everything in terms of voice acting or cutscenes or you know even being an open world game you know it is and I love seeing them I love I love seeing them harnessing new tech uh, mm-hmm. again like I think two games in particular stand out where it's just like I like where you're going mm-hmm. I think uh, Resident Evil 7 mm-hmm. fucking embracing the future and I like that Zelda's embracing the future yeah. but I don't I really wish that Breath of the Wild has its own Majora's Mask and maybe it's a way more focused experience or maybe it hinges on a different conceit than Breath of the Wild okay. does where it's like, okay, we heard your complaints about Breath of the Wild, which I don't even think they'll listen because it's like, well, it's sitting at a 97. Yeah, people love it. Like to, like, it's a masterpiece. Thanks, thanks to some fat fuck. <laughs> but, you know, I, I would love to see like this counterpart game mm. where it's like, let's inverse this and like see, let's focus on different elements of, of this open world that we've created. Mm-hmm. You know? But we'll see. They're adding DLC, and I don't know if that's, that's where they're just going to draw the line. Maybe. Or knowing them, they get bored. They get bored. They might just like do another two D Zelda in between. In between yeah, the they do that a lot, actually. They really do, because like that's that's a fact about the Nintendo Studio. They literally start just throwing darts on a board and going like, "That sounds fun. Let's mm-hmm. do that." So, but hmm. I think a lot more uh, works in this game for me than it does you, and that's fine. Yeah, um, I hope you find the merit in it. Like I was saying, I really love the music. I think the music's great. Um, fucking phenomenal score and even like whether it's like the overarching compositions or just like kind of like being on the outskirts of a village and walking around here like the fucking like dull notes of like a marimba or like a little piano playing it's like oh that's really thoughtful and the way it like builds i'm like this is fucking gorgeous like holy shit like ocarina of time did not have this no i agree they're (laughs) Um, they're i'm still i'm still drawn to it because i know that there's really something there mm -hmm. like obviously obviously everyone else is saying that it's there but Mm -hmm. I, I have a different perspective, and yeah. that's okay. You have a different perspective. That's true. That's okay. And we're allowed to have those, because we're talking about it critically, and, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, wh- where are we coming from? And, uh, you know, it's not like an instance where it's like No Man's Sky, where, like, I, I just needed maybe a good five hours to be like, so this is what this game's about. Fuck that. That's mm-hmm. done. And this game, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm not just like, oh, fuck this game. I'm just like, in the back of my head, I'm just like, I want to get better. And I want to stop struggling yeah. with these features that are tripping me up. I think that's the thing about it. Like, it's a hard Zelda game. It's the hardest Zelda game I've ever played. It really, really is. Um, and that I'm a, like, that's my favorite franchise. So the fact that right. this is giving me problems says a lot. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> you you have Zelda tattoos all over your body. I do, everywhere. covered from head to toe. It's crazy. They're, they're Sheikah tattoos. Yeah, you're actually you know, getting a tattoo one. right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, it's John. Can you load yeah, down the buzzer? It's, it's of the uh, shark guy. He has his asshole gaping right now. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, one last point before we log off because we're getting yep. kind of late here. Um, getting long in the tooth. As we do, long in the shark tooth. Um, I. Oh. 
have been to one of the Divine Beasts and done what they will call a dungeon. And I was not impressed by it. Okay. I like the sort of way they handled dungeons in the past where, like, they were kind of Labyrinthian, they had arcs to it, and, like, they worked, like, there was a progression system to it, and I like the way it worked. Like, you get to a certain point, get an item, have a mini boss, then go through, like, the latter half of the dungeon, and you have a fucking last boss. Awesome. Real cool. I went to the one in uh, Death Mountain, and it's just this weird, like, you go inside the Divine Beast, and you get this point where you can invert the dungeon. Like, you flip it, like, 90 degrees, essentially. Okay. And, like, you have different puzzle mechanics that work within it. But, like, that's it. Like, you basically have to activate, I think, like, six different nodes, and you hit a center console, and that's it. And the boss is there. And the boss fight wasn't anything particularly memorable. The dungeon mm-hmm. was just kind of like... I get that they downsized the dungeons because they gave you 120 shrines and everything. But I wish they had maybe taken a more traditional take on dungeons. And I think somebody said that they couldn't do that because it would require you to play the game in a progression and get an item that works for it. But, like, say you even took, like, the first few uh, runes that you get and use them as components for the dungeon. That's all you would need. Or maybe you get the items you need within that dungeon, you know? And you can progress within it. Awesome. Mm. Uh, but I'm just, I don't really like their take on the dungeon so far. I've only done one. And there's only four, which is kind of surprising to there, a lot of fans. And I got to the point where I was like, is there even a dungeon? Because I got to the, the Divine Beast, and I'm like getting to the point where I'm like fighting it. I'm like, am I going to go inside this thing? Like, what's going to happen? Then I do, and I'm like, oh, okay, so this is a dungeon. But mm-hmm. it's it's far from a traditional one. And I get why they did shrines, because they needed to fill the open world, and you know they needed to break up the monotony and give you more sense of exploration. And that works for it in ways, but I don't know. As a Zelda fan, like, I'm left wanting, because like, I like going to the dungeons. And these ones, I'm like, eh, they're okay, you know? I fought the boss. I was like, that wasn't very memorable. Like, I remember so many different boss fights from, like, previous games. Like, mm-hmm. fucking Ocarina of Time. Even, like, ones in Twilight Princess were super memorable, where you're fighting one, like, on top of a castle with two hook shots. Like, this game doesn't have anything like that yet for me. Yeah, I only had uh, a good time fighting, like, a Cyclops. You run into a few uh, Cyclopses? So- Cycli? Cyclops? Cyclops. I think Cyclops is both the single and plural. Cyclist. Yeah. And you run into them and like, you know, you gotta you gotta use your arrows to shoot him in the eye so he kinda stumbles down yeah. and all that. I'm like, that's cool, yeah. That mm-hmm. this is what I remember from Zelda, where like they have this weak point that you exploit, you can get a few hits in on his balls and mm-hmm. run away. You know, I, I enjoyed that. Whereas I'm I'm not too into just fighting the normal minions mm-hmm. just because it's just like I'm just burning recesses, yeah. like resources. They're sword shit. fodder, and you can't even use it as sword fodder because your sword's gonna break. Right, <laughs> right. And you know, I come from the Resident Evil school of thought. Like that is a no go in my mind. Where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna waste this. I'm gonna run. Oh, I can't run very far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I, I I hope that changes. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy the game, uh, not just because it's the only fucking game that I have. For this you don't want to feel console. like you wasted 300 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I traded in a bunch of shit toward it, so yeah, I'm, not, I did too. I'm not crying about it. I think uh, all told, I paid like 100 bucks for the console and then like only 14 bucks for Zelda. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I picked up Berserk, the Band of the Hawk. You really did, though. <laughs> yeah, Horizon's the only thing I paid full price for because, uh, again, I'm a Sony pony and, and I'm a Sony slurper and the fact that I said anything against Zelda in this podcast is reason enough for you to dox me and kill me. Basically, because that's the Basically. generation we live in. Basically. Don't dox me, though. Leave or Just only Kevin. Or maybe you should just listen to the content. If you don't agree, you don't agree. That's a fair point. I mean, I don't understand why people have to be so vicious and venomous in terms of, like, opinions. I don't know why we draw... We've gone past drawing lines in the sand. We've gotten to the point where we're putting pikes with heads on top of it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense, because, like, you know, I can make the argument, it's just a video game. That's it. And that should really end it. That should be your ice wall, that erupts out of the middle of a river. That's the fact actually, that you're... That's one of the cooler ones, by the way. Yeah. I really like using that one. That's a cool one. I like, I love solving puzzles with just the ice thing. Yeah. And most of the time, I don't even think I'm supposed to, but I do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that. I like 
I like it when it lets me experiment like that. I use it as a aroma traversal where, like, I, you saw me go out to, a, like, middle of nowhere, there's a fucking shrine on an island. I did the I same use, thing. I use ice things to get across. It's cool. Super neat. It, apparently, there's a major guardian inside, and I was like, oops. Yep. No, it's it's a strong combat trial. I was like, I'll come yeah. back to this. Marked it. Boom. Yeah, yeah. That that one. I do like that they, they show, like, a halfway kind of light where mm-hmm. it's, like, blue on the bottom and orange on top to let you know, like, you're you not still need to conquer. quite done. Yeah. But I like that if you activate it, at least you can still, like, teleport to it. Like, you don't have to, like work your way back which is great foot. that's like that it's it's one of the few elements where it's just like okay cool you learn from your uh from your peers mm-hmm. i like that i like being able to jump around but it is it is a little bit of a bitch i understand people love the thrill of finding shrines mm-hmm. so for me it's just like damn i feel like i'm not like because i'm a completionist yeah and this game is not for completion you're not gonna complete it and that's what i'm slowly realizing they're like you're not supposed to play it that no, way it's not a checklist game it's a make your own adventure sort of zelda game yeah and yeah. the experience is what you get out of it and, and what I'm you put into it. Trying to find that through line for it. And I, and I totally dig on that and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I just want to I want to be able to run without anxiety. I want to I want to climb a mountain without feeling like that a little drizzle is going to kill my little boy, my little elf boy. <laughs> He's going to drop to his death in his Hollister t-shirt and splatter everywhere. Well, Kevin, I implore <laughs> that you go find 16 shrines so you can update for a second <laughs> stamina wheel because that's what you have to do. Uh, I think that's it because we are we're nearing the end here. we got to go jump onto some planes and then... Uh, I still have to pack. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, you want to do a fucking standing cast. We did. We, we didn't tell the audience that we were standing. Oh, no. We, we have this idea that we get better material out of us when we both come like, crash through the door and we stand at our countertop and we just talk. I think if anybody's a true Zelda diehard, they're going to vehemently disagree <laughs> with our good content this podcast. It's fine. You can disagree. Yeah. You know, like, I, I'm a... I don't even know what to call it. A Nintendog. You know, I love Zelda games. Right. Uh, they're, it's my favorite series, like I said. But this game isn't without its faults. And for as many things as it does brilliantly, like, it is a it is a stroke of genius in some ways, but something's hurt it. And you, you got to remember, again... And I think that's it trying to be maybe too ambitious in its survival set. Understandable. So. I, I totally agree with that. And I, I think we can find some middle ground right there with it. And you got to understand that a review is not a definitive statement about something. It's literally... The author is trying to paint a picture Mm -hmm. and hang it up for you to see, and whether you like it or not Mm -hmm. is totally subjective, just like the review itself. That's true. You got to understand that it's not—it's not here to hurt you. It's not here to condemn you. It's not here to ruin your enjoyment of the game. So there's no reason. It's—it's not trying to persuade you. And a lot of times, I think people kind of get that feeling when they read reviews. Of course, it has this almost. Uh, persuasive argument in it, but mm-hmm. really, you got to remember, they're just trying to illustrate their point mm-hmm. and trying to get to the end with all the brushstrokes. Yes. They're not trying to tell you that you shouldn't like this game. And I'm not telling anybody out there that they shouldn't like this game because I, I take issue with durability or mm-hmm. any of this shit that we named. Because you might really dig on it. It might be your fucking thing. You might I might not turn it. around. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't get into the Souls games for a long time, even though everyone was screaming mm-hmm. from the fucking rooftops. <laughs> That it, it was perfect experience and destroys everything else out there in gaming. And I wasn't there with it. I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't like dying this much. Yeah, I don't think it destroys everything in uh, gaming, but I think it's definitely a fucking formidable right. opponent. But then it clicked. Yeah. And then it clicked for me. And I really fucking enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm really hoping that, that happens for Zelda because I, I love the franchise. I love the history of it. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy Zelda. And I think this one serves the franchise very well. And I can see that. I'm just looking for it to serve me. That's true. That's a fair point. That's it. I'm looking to not get surrounded by six guardians and die immediately. That's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. That is some That's bullshit. what caused me to rage quit. I was trying to get to Death Mountain via my own route, and uh, I got attacked by six guardians, got laser zapped, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going the long way. And then I had to reroute, <laughs> and it took me like 30 minutes to get there, finally. Uh, this is going to be a weird statement, but uh, I think I've died more times in like the first like 
let's say, eight hours of this game than I have in almost the entirety of Dark Souls 3. Really, though? <laughs> it's I'm, fucking ridiculous. I'm almost embarrassed if they included like, a death count yeah. like on your completion screen at the end of the game, because I don't want to know how many times. I don't want to know. This is the most I've ever died in a Zelda game. It really, really, really <laughs> it's is. It's fucking it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I, 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 honestly, I wanted to take a... Like a little screenshot every time and I'm rolling down a mountain limply mm-hmm. <laughs> or fucking getting struck by lightning or smacked in the face with a club. So I remember. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> but I think that wraps it up there. Yeah. Uh, we may talk uh, more about it in the future might, when we this actually is, get closer to completion. This isn't a review. This is just our first impressions. This is not um, a review. So take it for what it is. And even if we review the game, I don't feel comfortable assigning a score to it. You know? Okay. So like, we're just going to make an argument. We're going to make our case, mm-hmm. paint our picture, so yeah. to speak, and it's up to you whether or not you agree. There you go. Sure. That's how reviews work. You didn't have to listen to this. I'm sure a lot of you already fucking... Turned it off. Link back, flipped out of it. Right. Or did your weird jump side step away from our podcast. <laughs> that's fine. And that's okay. I fucking paraglided away. If you stuck through, we appreciate you. We love you. Again, you can follow us at Save Room Show on Twitter. I've been Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And remember, to save your game. Nice. But not on the cartridge. <laughs> Fuck.